0: Discover more compassionate relations with human beings, but how can we develop compassionate relations with the other creatures with whom we share this planet?
1: There's an us before the wound, there's an us before oppression, and to me, pleasure is the way that we tap down into that. Its power seems inescapable. So did the divine right of kings. Hey everyone, welcome to the Vegan Vanguard. It is Mexi. I had a request actually to share my conversation with Silver Spook that I had last week as a podcast. So that is what I am doing today. Silverspook is an incredible native Hawaiian comrade, streamer and indie game developer his streams are honestly just straight fire all the time. (laughs) Like he just does not miss and he can stream for hours and hours at a time. And it's, it's truly incredible. Um, But we have a very in-depth conversation about Hawaiian civilization, past, present and future about land back there and everywhere uh, about indigenous futurism and his cyberpunk adventure game called Neo Feud. Which was based on his experiences working as a social worker in Hawaii, and it has a bunch of really interesting anti-capitalist, anti-racist, and decolonial themes which we dig into at the end. So I have put links to the game Neofeud and to Silver Spook's channel in the description box, so please do check them out. And before we dive in, I would like to thank from the bottom of my heart, everyone who supports the show via Patreon. Thank you so much to new patrons, Alexander, Kimberly, Paste, and Annie Autistic Space Potato. (laughs) Um, If you would like to become a sustaining member, you can go to patreon.com slash vegan Vanguard. And for just $2 per month, you can join our Discord server, which I co-run with Catherine and we hold bi-monthly political chats over there. You can also give us a one-time tip or donation via PayPal on our website, veganvanguardpodcast.com, or you can rate and review the podcast on Apple or Google or wherever you listen to us. That really does help us out. Uh, We also have merch on offer now as well with designs from the amazing Meneke Repka of Nooch Design Co., We may be switching providers, however, Uh, I made a Patreon-only video about the difficulty it was in setting all of this up in line with my anti-capitalist standards, it's honestly been a real struggle, Uh, so we may be switching providers, but anyway, if this interests you, it's another way to support the show, and you can find it on our website under the store tab. Also, I just want to note that this was a live stream on my channel, so the sound quality is not the best. I definitely know that I need to get a better mic <laughs> um, just in general, so thank you again to all the patrons because uh, that's that's going to get me there. But um, yeah, I mean, the it's definitely very listenable, but um, yeah, I apologize that the sound quality is not fantastic as it is a stream recording. So without further ado, let's get into the conversation with Silver Spook.
0: Aloha, Chris. o Chris. Um, I, hi, my name is Chris. I am a native Hawaiian, uh, also known as Silver Spook. I'm a native Hawaiian activist, uh, defender of our sacred mountain, Mauna Kea, here on the big island of Hawaii under the ongoing illegal occupation of Hawaii by the united states empire so i'm uh in addition to like you know the activism that i do um you know in in a variety of ways i do a lot of streaming and education but i also do cyberpunk adventure game making with anti-capitalist anti-imperialist anti-racist anti-colonial uh characteristics um uh, cyberpunk adventure games in particular but not exclusively i'm gonna try to branch out uh but the number one like flagship game as of now is of course neo Feud. that's Cyberpunk Adventure Game that's about my experiences as a native Hawaiian, as a, a social worker, a STEM teacher for the underserved and at-risk youth of uh, Honolulu, Hawaii, where I'm, I'm from. Um, the uh, not-so-nice side of the coconut trees, as we say. And uh, it's about living below billionaires up on the hills uh, while you are living 20 to a house and uh, or living in your car or living, you know next to meth Lab above the highway, which is uh, a variety of these situations is the way that we were living on Oahu while I was working full time because they don't pay teachers and social workers enough to not live in miles of tributes and eat spoonfuls of peanut butter for dinner. So anyways, the offense is about surviving under capitalism, under imperialism, under colonization, under, you know, a very racist world. Most of the kids that I work with were non-white uh, Filipino, you know, as- as- asylum seekers from Puerto Rico, escapees from America's. Slightly more Western Pacific colony, uh, Philippines, Marshall Islands, n- fifty-six nuclear weapon detonation survivors, uh, all kind of other people, poor white people from uh, Louisiana, uh, you know, and that was who I was working with in this uh, area. And it, the airfield is very much like taking all those experiences and also growing up, you know, in a in a very impoverished area that nobody really knows about, very well hidden secret by the greatest. And terrible as superpower that's ever existed uh here in Hawaii. So it's it's a place that that's very you know, it's like ultra-america, it's like the most American place in so many ways. And I should probably stop ranting. I can I I am gonna try to channel this a little bit better. But it's mostly <laughs> that's mostly what uh Feud is actually at the deepest level about is my personal experiences, but it's it's more universally uh a cyberpunk adventure game that deals with um it has a lot of references to the Matrix and you know there's Six billion dollar baller, uh, gangsters that kind of look a little bit like John Connor, but not really. Uh, there's uh, a lot of uh hippie terminators that got their legs shot off, like putting down leftist uprisings for the U.S. empire in uh the second Dresden firebombing, and now they're all you know just limping around trying to get their PTSD therapy credits and their social security checks. But the U.S. is like, <laughs> I don't know if we're going to help you out anymore because you're not useful to us, and so uh, it's, it's, so it's got a lot of like it's like very serious. Very dealing with extremely serious things, including missing and murdered uh, indigenous Mm. uh, peoples. Today is Orange Shirt Day, Mm -hmm. a very important day. It deals with what happens to internally and externally colonized people, um, and uh, it also deals with, and this does happen on the screen, so there's there's scenes that are very difficult and extremely uh, serious. The things that I've witnessed, uh, I'm going to save a little bit more of that for later, but it also is a lot of satirical comedy and you know matrix agents you know speaking of matrix resurrections like you know people getting shot and then falling down and then standing back up and then you know people shooting random very large objects uh out of windows like that there's a lot of diehard references a lot of 80s action movie references and a lot of uh a lot of cyberpunk references a lot of uh, uh if you if you read a lot of william gibson you're like a neuromancer you're like an og cyberpunk not this cp 2077 nonsense. <laughs> You know, you like your Matrix, you like your romance, you like your sprawl, you like your, you like your, you like your, your, original anti-corporate like takedown of Reaganomics and Thatcheronomics turned up to eleven, which was what the original Gibsonian Sterlingian, uh, you know, the, the OG Cyberpunk was about, which is what I like. You know, I'm also I'm also an interviewer. I'm the Gibson Whisperer. I interview William Gibson, and then I and I tell him how he's not radical enough. That's that's what I do. I sp- <laughs> You know, because he 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 wrote of course the original Neuromancer from which Cyberpunk 2077, 2020 and Shadowrun all plagiarized their ideas like mm-hmm. Night City and New York. Um, but he he wasn't radical enough, so I have to tell him, hey, you gotta you gotta fix that. No, I'm, anyway. So neo Future is like what I think Cyberpunk misses mm. um, um, in a, in another way, and then I kind of try to infuse it with all the things that I think uh, can uh, not can only be said, but the things that I think it's missing. As somebody who lives high tech, low life, fully just impoverished existence, and like you know, where I I, I had to walk to work uh, a lot of the time, I had to like bike bike to work sometimes. My my thirty year old Toyota Corolla constantly dripping gas, uh, uh, dripping gas and oil, and I got like reprimanded by my abusive landlord and said like You can't, you can't, you can't have this car because this car is messing up my beautiful white pavement in this Hawaii that I own." And mm. I moved here from California with millions of dollars. And so anyway, so Neofeed is it's about all of that. It's about all of these interlocking systems. And um, this was an intro, but I'm sorry. Uh, <laughs> that's what is about. No, it's, it's great. Yeah.
1: That's awesome. Yeah. The the background of our stream actually is a still from NeoFeud. Um so yeah, like I said, uh there are links in the description box below. If you want to go check it out, you can buy it on Steam. Um we're gonna we're gonna start by talking about, you know, land back and other things, but we're gonna uh really dig into NeoFeud and all of the themes later. So I thought to start off, I wanted to ask you about. Uh, Indigenous civilization and in particular Hawaiian civilization prior to colonization and the illegal US occupation, because I think most Westerners, most settlers really have absolutely no idea the kind of social governance systems and technologies and whatnot that were in place there and that were just completely destroyed by colonialism um myself included sadly until you know listening to hear hearing hearing you talk about all that you know it was just really illuminating um so could you talk a bit about that about Hawaiian civilization prior to US colonialism and everything that that destroyed
0: sure um hawaii is uh you know hawaii is a place that's very as i said a lot of people don't really um know that much about it but i would like many many indigenous peoples um which have been settler colonized, colonized across the earth, um, have a lot of like, let's just say, you know, lies told about them. Basically, uh, there's a lot of disinformation regarding who they were, who we were, right, um, and what the, our practices, our culture, our civilizations, our uh, yeah, our systems of governance. I mean, everything. It's it 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 um, it's part of the you know multi-century colonial uh atrocity and and uh really just just kind of tragedy um that we're fa- finally thankfully starting to get out of but so in hawaii um like it's a it's a I yeah, i could go very a long ways back but you know it, to to kind of uh briefly touch on it the hawaiian people right um had a lot of you know i often say i'm, a, I'm native hawaiian so i i, I yeah what, what what is your ideology and i'm like well not necessarily an, an anarchist socialist posadist, you know fully automated luxury <laughs> space flying spaghetti monstrous what are you right are you marxist this and that and like you know the, all these not to throw shade at any one of any of these you know schools of thought that are important but um and they have history behind them but um for me i'm identify as a, you know i follow you know Pono, Kuliana, aloha aina um these are ancient values um Aloha. It doesn't just mean, hello, welcome to, you know, this uh, beautiful, you know, you know, uh, 767 that you're on now. And here's a nice lay. And here's your single serving, dull pineapple juice, extreme colonizer. Also work with Chiquita (laughs) and, you know, United Fruit Company, all our good friends in the drained veins of Latin America. He operated in Hawaii. That's the pineapple that you're getting, by the way, when you're getting pineapple in Hawaii. Um, And thank you so much for coming. Aloha. You know, you get on that plane. And you fly into your high third count hotel you know with a nice air condition that costs two thousand dollars a night well especially if you're staying on larry ellison's island that he owns anyways so that that aloha doesn't just mean hello it means a lot more than that aloha means uh it's a, a deep wide ocean of love like the ha is the hot is like the breath um uh the breath of life like when hawaiian when we when we introduce uh and you know when we say hello like traditionally you put your it's the Hawaiian kiss is like you put your, your your foreheads together and you share ha that's the breath um and aloha that's th- th- there's something very important to um our value system that is in- entwined in the language entwined in the um the culture the way of being and this it's it's a very uh like to to the western mind i think they would describe the language as extremely metaphorical it's full of poetry um the way i think about it is uh, if poetry is the um, the you know it's 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 crossing the artificial boundaries that are set between science, technology, engineering, mathematics, biology, uh, spirituality, culture, environment, right? And so poetry is is a a, a disconnected uh, mass violence and I would argue mass disinformation based. Uh, barbaristic way of being uh, uh, is is when these this these, and when you ha- in order to do that you have to compartmentalize and kind of do a lot of cognitive dissonance right so the way that we the, the Western mind breaks everything up into these little compartments this is biology over here and you know business and pleasure right and so I my business I go and I blow up Afghanistan and you know <laughs> you know commit war crimes all over the world then I come home and I'm a good person because I kiss my kids at night and I didn't cheat on my wife this week. And so that means I'm good now. And I can go to church and fix it if I did cheat on my wife and do something terrible or my partner or my non-binary, uh, you know, or aromantic lover. I, I, I'm I, a good person because I put an LGBTQ plus symbol on my Tomahawk missile that I shot into Afghanistan. And now I'm, now I'm fixed, right? And that's separate from all of my business that I do, right? That's business over there and pleasure over here, right? I get on a plane, I fly to Hawaii and I do terrible things there and I abuse the culture there. And so this separation is like not, I, w- I would argue that the, the 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 holistic viewpoint of a lot of indigenous civilizations, Now I can't speak for every indigenous civilization, and most of the planet is indigenous, by the way. We're going to get to that eventually, but um, including Asia, Turtle Island, and uh, all of Africa, and the Pacific, uh, most of the planet is. Um, and so for us as Native Hawaiians, uh, aloha means a deep, wide ocean of love. It's the sharing of ha and it's the it's 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 not just uh a romantic love it's uh it, it, what does love even mean I, I, I argue like english is such a stormtrooper language because like, mm-hmm. the, these words are so abused right mm-hmm. what what is this what is what, what what is what is sorry even mean my, my partner is canadian by the way or from so-called canada um yeah, so yeah shout out to shout, <laughs> shout out shout out to, <laughs> <out laughs> to allies from settler colonial places who are on their path to uh, things we'll talk about later. But anyways, those places down. (laughs) Holly Holly is a place where they say a lot of sorry, but what does sorry mean, right? What does sorry really mean when you say sorry and then you're still spending $100 million, right? Suing Indigenous people after you supposedly care about the Indigenous uh, residential school genocide that Canada's committed. What does sorry mean, right? What does justice mean? When courts are kidnapping uh, Meng Zhu and committing international, you know, uh, crime on the behalf of bigger empires than them, that the Canadian court system is just it's lawfare. That's what I'd argue, right? What does these words even mean, right? So, um, and and but this way you can say, well, we have reconciliation, we have justice, we have freedom and equality and democracy, and and there's no law. Uh, you know, this is when I when I'm feeling a little more masked off, there's no rule of the United States is rule of law free, democracy free, white supremacist, capitalist collapsing failed empire like the entire Western world, all the colonizer world, you know, and, um, and, but to maintain the facade that there exists civilization anywhere in that world, you have to break up all of reality into these little boxes and you call it business pleasure, right? Law. And then all those two and a half million disproportionately black kids that are rubber stamped by a legal system, right? Cause judges put every person, that is doing for-profit uh, mechanical separation of vegan and non-vegan whole foods cheese like many children that I work with and were mass arrested. Fun fact, Hawaii is the highest rate of mass incarceration by schools calling up the police and having them round up children, disproportionately BIPOC kids in school. Hawaii the highest in the United States. We're wow. six times more likely to be shot by police in Hawaii as a non-white person than in the U.S., that's twice as bad as the rate of the United States. So when I say it's ultra America, I mean, Hawaii is like a very well-kept secret, very well-kept, but, but that's the justice system that the justice system that puts all those people there, the justice system that is like currently uh, being weaponized as lawfare, right? It's not, it's not, it's not courts. This is, this is uh barbarism with, you know, uh, judge Judy characteristics. That's what the court system is <laughs> in the West. Anyways so 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 for back to hawaiian values i'm supposed to be talking about hawaiian values not going off about the west but it's hard to really talk about these things without really um uh differentiating them from what they aren't and so for native hawaiians aloha means um a deep wide ocean of love it means uh everybody coming together uh and everybody caring about each other like when you come to hawaii you know if you get off the you know what what, like when holly came for example right she was immediately cis you know, or, or, or anti, okay. I'm not anti in the beginning. Like the anti is when you get, you know, it's like, Hey, I'm not, I'm not that old. Okay. I'm, 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 I'm just getting married now, but, uh, depending on who it is, like, if you're, if you're, if you're, if you're younger, uh, you might call someone auntie uh, even people that you don't know, even people that are not your immediate relatives. Right. But if they're not like immediately there to do harm and they're not acting in a way, and you, you know, this because there's somebody who shows up And they have big colonizer energy. You know, they're like, I'm going to buy all your territory and build a golf course and a third, you know, Hyatt, you know, uh, uh, Four Seasons on top of your land. You can tell that. You know when somebody's showing up to, you know, uh, make a lot of money, like Mr. Ellison does, uh, and Mr. Zuckerberg, who has 1,200 acres of our land and suing the state of Hawaii to kick us (laughs) off of our own land. So you know when that's happening, right? And so aloha means uh, everybody, you know, uh, coming together, um and 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 you know it's really it's really about um the interconnectedness from people to people, from people to the nation and the, the people and the earth, right? Aloha aina uh means the love of the aina. Aina means something very different than any word in the English language. What does land mean? Right? What does private property mean? Right. Aina comes from the word kinda that means that which feeds, that which sustains. The word private property in the Western world denotes that which is bought and sold, uh, you know, and generally for the private gains of landlords, corporate lords, or some, some, some Lord or some capitalist or some slave owner or some colonialist, right? That's what, that's what private property denotes. And intellectual property is the digitization, the digital land grabbing of the turtle Island of cyberspace really, right. And of, of mind space and of idea space, right. that projects into everything. And that's the way we think of everything. And that's why you can't say certain things and you, 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 you whistle more than six notes of a particular Disney tune, and then you get sued, right? <laughs> or whatever. So, anyway, so that's the Hawaiian values system. Aloha, Kuleana, Pono. Um, Kuleana is responsibility. Um, responsibility to each other, responsibility to the land, to Malama Aina, to love the the, the land, to care for the land that feeds and sustains through the ahupua'a system. I I could go in along into any of one of these things, but so that's a lot of the deep Hawaiian values and Pono is uh, was spoken after um, uh, you know hawaii was um successfully uh through great hawaiian uh, uh, uh diplomacy and struggle was uh, was uh it was temporarily the, the sovereign country of hawaii was uh, temporarily uh colonized by britain but then uh, was restored by Admiral Thomas, a place called Thomas Square in Hawaii. I don't know if not many people realize this, but in, uh, in Thomas Square, if you've ever been there in Honolulu, Hawaii, where I'm from, um, it's a place where Admiral Thomas uh, officially said the, that Hawaii is um, returned to Hawaii, that this was a mistake and that the Brit- Britain does not claim Hawaii as part of its territory. Uh, it was a mistake of a lower-ranking, officer who came on a ship. and Anyway, so the life of means uh, the life of the land is perpetuated in life. It, it per, the life of the land is perpetuated in righteousness or the sovereignty of the land is perpetuated in righteousness. And that's very important, The which ties into land back as well. The sovereignty of the land. Um, the land itself uh, has value. The land, it, as opposed to just a, a bunch of future uh, you know, capitalist validation tokens in somebody's privileged, uh, you know, New York or Cayman Island server somewhere. That's what that's what, that's what what land is. It's future, uh, well, if you're in Canada, maple trees that could be chopped down and turned into billions of dollars that could be stored in somebody's, you know, fully auto- automated luxury space fascist capitalism server because there's not going to be earth left if they chop all of the things that could be turned into little capitalist validation tokens, right? That And that's what land is. Land is the thing that we can, put slaves on that we stole from some other indigenous people, like Turtle Island First Nations people, and then we maximize all of our return on investment. And that's the Western way. So it's that, that's, the, that's the Western barbarist way, or the Western colonialist way, or Western feudalist way, the Western capitalist way, the Western slavery way, which I argue all these continue to exist in perpetuity. And the temporal compartmentalization and feudalism happened there, you still have monarchs, and 50% plus of Britain wants to go back to that. So wait, wait feudalism is not gone, actually. Uh, and also, Elon Musk declare himself techno king of Tesla and for, filed with the SEC to be transferred his title into CEO slash king. So thanks, Elon, for making, NeoFood, thanks for making me feel very validated in my predictions of your feudalism-capitalism merger, like, like full mask off. I mean, keep the mask on a little longer. You're embarrassing yourself right now, Elon techno king with your master of coins slash CFO clown anyways so 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 the so, that, so that's so that's i i can't stop i i can't help it One I, I gotta just rip a little bit while i do what i'm saying because it's hard it's the it's you know that's the difference so that's what hawaiian that's what a lot of what hawaiian values that's I'm, I'm talking a very wide and big picture right now there's a lot more specific if you want a lot of specific historical details adam keave a-d-a-m-k-e-a-w-e is a uh, instagram and uh, twitter and elsewhere adam is a very uh great Hawaiian and Filipino historian, two different colonized people in the pacific um and uh, Adam uh, has a lot of historical details on a lot of this but anyways, so that's a lot of the the what makes hawaiian what 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 land back uh you know for Hawaiians like I say land back doesn't mean exchanging control and domination of land and people it is about um ending domination you know um and uh control and abuse of land and people right and that's part of the uamake It doesn't really translate to anything in english because i would argue there's not really anything that really values land in and of itself right and not like not like not like land like we just we just want to like worship the land like it's a you know it, it, it's like the land has value the na- nature has value the the aina has value right it is our mother you don't you can't buy and sell your mother you know, and and it's it's not just like oh well, these are superstitious Hawaiians and they you know they 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 think that the land literally gave birth to them and, and no it we understand that the land didn't like literally you know uh, have a have a have a womb and it opened up and then we flew out of it you know it's it's a it's a it's a metaphorical understanding of the ecological and the deep interconnected relationships that modern uh, modern <laughs> uh, Western scientists are like oh my goodness you mean like the last 300 400 500 years of what we white so-called scientists have been doing and corporations have been doing is kind of incorrect and now we've been the biggest economy for less than 200 years and we're already running our entire planet into the ground the, 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 the hawaiians like um, encode a lot of these values and all of this science also it's environmental science into and not, not just hawaiians Turtle island indigenous people uh our indigenous relatives in asia in fact uh, our indigenous relatives in Africa encode a lot of this knowledge into poetry and art, um, and because of racism and uh, and colonialism, that is, which will go together, the, these these kind of just get dismissed as superstition, um, you know, uh, uh, backward thinking, savage, all these terrible racist uh, ideas. Um, you know, just just nonsense and you know, so but that's that's what a lot of this actually is. It's about it's about understanding that you need to care for the land, you need to care for the Aina, and you need to care for other people. And also, if we don't exist in mutual respect with each other, right? And respect and love of the land and each other, person to person, and nation to nation, this causes great problems, violence and 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 war and and destruction and um and we don't want to have that. Right. We we want to live. And right? that's why I argue what indigeneity really means to me, to me, like it's an English word, English, Spanish, French words, all terrible because it's <laughs> used by broken people. But anyways, but, you know, in, but, but the word indigenous, you know, it means to be indigenous means to not be colonial ultimately. And right? so to respect each other, right. As people to respect each other's culture, religions, language, right. Hawaiian was banned until 1986. And so, that's 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 not being indigenous. That's that's being colonial. Right? It's like you're going to be exactly like us. You know what? When in Rome, you do as Romans do. But also when you're in Africa, when you're in Asia, wherever we show up, you will do as the Romans do. In fact, you know, and if you don't, we're going to hang you up on a very nice artisanal lynching machine. It's called a crucifix. Um, so America, they, they have they're, they're less they're less creative with their the way that they do their lynching, sometimes with a white knee on a black neck. But, you know, the Romans, you know, they 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 were they were like upstart etsy you know imperial you know they show up and they make a very beautiful cross to slay the people that didn't do exactly what they said and speak the language that they said and you know pick up flying spears and stab somebody else uh who didn't do what they said so that's the difference between col- colonial culture uh i love reservation dogs where it's like you know white white, white jesus is like hey jesus and <laughs> jesus and me the the answer this uh, indigenous ancestors talking to his uh Turtle Island, uh, it's you know, it's it's in uh, Oklahoma, and he's talking to his 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 descendant, and he's like, you know, Jesus and me, we have a lot in common. We're like this, you know, <laughs> Jesus, a brown man, got cut down in the prime of his life, you know, just like me, both by giant white, you know, uh, but both by giant Western empires, in fact, right, and mm-hmm. so, uh, but that's that that is, you know, that's the that ties the Romans and the Americans together. I call I call America the Star Spangled Roman Empire. Often, you know, it's like mm-hmm. they put a falcon on top of their on top of their shields, uh, or their, or their, you know, uh, so-called unsinkable, uh, uh, aircraft carriers that are very sinkable by very cheap Chinese missiles. But anyways, so, uh, <laughs> back to Hawaii though. So, uh, I got to finish this up because I know I'm going too long, but Hawaii is, that's the really core values. And, um, just really, uh, this is probably not going to be really quickly, but specifically after, um, just, just a few facts. So Hawaii, the Hawaiians lived on average 8,200 years, according to captain cook, uh, who had said, um, I had never seen Hawaiians. Uh, I never seen anyone that I had met this old. And they had this people had to be at least 100 years old. And everybody was very robust. Everybody's very healthy. And they're not dying of diseases, plagues or in, con- in constant warring. Right, This is a big problem that Europe had, which is like constant violence, uh, interreligious strife, uh, inter inter, you know, castle to castle. You know, uh, the, the 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 seven years war, hundred years war, thirty years war. What you know, French on British, British on French, right? Uh German, French, you know, Ottoman Empire coming over, Christian, Protestant, constant warfare, warfare, warfare. Nasty, brutish, short lives, as the uh, uh, somebody who wrote some things in Europe once said. Um, you know, and uh, he's also quoted in a in few, uh, Mr. Hobbes. But you know, like this, this. You know, and then they badly copied a Chinese system of meritocracy, and they say call it. They call it. Well, we're going to have a centralized government that will stomp all this down, just like, 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 like those people had. In fact, the A levels and, and were plagiarized by Europe. So also, also, you know, what else? The, the black powder that they came to fight opium wars and see all the silk and tea as well, all plagiarized from an indigenous civilization with fifty six different ethnic regions that still can speak their language, including the Uyghurs. Like so, I, you know, which is so 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 you know. This, this is part of why there's a lot of uh, where, where, where my language was banned. You know, that's the difference. Um, you know, you know you, if you have a system organized on mass violence, right, on, on, on forcing your ways on other people, then you can't get your – you end up with monocultures, you know, with McDonald's on every block, you know, and everybody forced to speak France, French, you know, like in Senegal, this paid colonial tax to France, you know and that that kind of thing and everybody forced or getting beaten and killed in schools right like the residential schools right if you don't speak english and practice christianity you know we'll kill the indian save the man or maybe we'll just kill the indian period you know which is what they did there and they're still doing in fact ask my good relative lost sue who is a very important educator so anyway so so for 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 hawaiians um That's what that's what it really means is, uh, you know, what all of this ultimately means is to respect each other, to um, respect other people, respect other people's languages, respect other people's cultures, push for peaceful solutions, not for forcing our ways. Right. Win lose solutions. Right. That's that's colonialism. Oh, yeah, we blow you up and we take all your stuff. Right. We we, we illegally occupy you. We take all of your culture. We commodify. It. That's why we show up in Africa for 500 years. Europe, France, Spain, Britain, uh, Canada, the U.S. The U.S. and France are currently have one third of France is lit, lit up. It's electrified by one Niger uh, uranium deposit that France has all of its military bases around. So how many hundreds of years more is it going to take for Europe, America, Canada, New Zealand, Australia and all you Western barbarists to Materially, you know, practice, you know, indigenous, non colonial, win win cooperation with Africa. How long is it going to take? Is it another seven centuries? What, what's it going to? Because that's what you're still doing, by the way? France, Europe, US, you know. So, so anyways, so that's the difference to me between, so win win cooperation between people, between, you know, aloha, Aina, working together, hui, the word hui, the silver spook hui, that's what we call it here, the word hui, the, hui, the, word, the word hui. It has many meanings but it, it is a word in hawaiian chinese vietnamese and maori that means working together collectively cooperatively um it's, it can mean a meeting right uh, it, but it could be also mean um uh the like kui in the in the diaspora chinese the china a chinatown kui in los angeles could mean uh you know pooling resources to collectively start a restaurant or a, a, a or, or a credit uh a rot- rotating cooperative credit union to give people the, 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 the funds to start up a, a, a laundromat because of the Chinese Exclusion Act and the thing that a lot of people don't want to talk about, especially now when you're trying to start nuclear war with the most advanced indigenous civilization that's China presently. Anyways, you don't want to we don't talk about that, but that's 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 part of the racism. But the Hui is survival. It's working together cooperatively in the diaspora under internal colonization. And, and Chinatowns are survival against the mass genocide and lynching, by the way. That's what Chinatown is. I'm a, I'm a descendant of a Chinatown, in fact. Of Hawaiian, Chinese, Vietnamese, Japanese, uh, Korean, and other Asian and Pacific Islanders that survived mass lynching in Hawaii. That's uh, we'll talk more about later. But but so hui means working together, not exclusively in these very difficult times, but also you could be a Vietnamese full restaurant in 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 uh, Vietnam. Could be a rice paddy in a uh, uh, China. Working together collectively to tend to the rice, and then and then those people who need the rice, they get fed. Uh, not one person sitting at the top collecting vast quantities of profit as the landlord, the corporate lord, etc., etc., et, cetera, et cetera, um, at, exploiting the labor value of the workers. Now, this is not this was not invented. Marx, Kropotkin were not, not even twinkles in their parents' eyes when this this is a thousand multi thousand year old word. You know how you know that? Because ho- the distance between Hawaii, uh, Hawaii and China, thousands of miles right uh, across Pacific Ocean navigated using advanced uh, wayfinding techniques that you can witness. Tacky, watered down, commodified version of in Disney's Moana. Which is, <laughs> uh, thanks for that. But next time, let's let's have Native Hawaiian and Indigenous people uh, uh, actually writing, producing, and controlling their own narratives. You know, like kind of like more like Reservation Dogs with Taika Waititi, Scarlett and Hydro. And it'll be it'll it we'll try to do. It's pretty good, but we're gonna want to do better next time. But anyway, so this hui, the word hui survived thousands of miles of Austronesian uh, uh, and other. Uh, indigenous migrations across the Pacific through Samoa, Fiji, Tahiti, uh, all the way through uh, uh, um, Palau, or what's called the Federal States of Micronesia today, but Satawa where Mao Piailug, one of the last great navigators uh, under the colonization and extermination of a lot of cultures in the Pacific, the last wayfinder who taught, Nainoa Thompson, uh, who navigated the Hokulea from Hawaii to Tahiti with no GPS, no modern instruments um, uh, in the way that we had uh, by, by using the stars and using ocean currents, not just stars, ocean currents, animal patterns, the color of clouds, green clouds. Uh, I I study this a bit. I'm not, I'm not an expert wayfinder by any stretch, but I did take astronomy specifically at the university of Hawaii uh, too. Uh, and I was, I did have Nanoa Thompson, like one one of the great navigators to show up to teach me about what that means and what that means for our people as well as as not just a cultural, um, Cultural resurrection, cultural revitalization, cultural renaissance for Hawaiians. Anyway, so so this, so this that navigation technique that we uh, that we used to arrive here thousands of years ago, right? Um, the word hui survives all of that, in fact. You know, hui, when you say hui in Hawaiian, it means, hey, come here. We're going to have a meeting. We're going to talk about what we're going to do, right? Uh, Ahui ho, till we come and meet again. That's a phrase in Hawaiian. Um, hui, uh, you know, la hui, the native Hawaiians on Mauna Kea were resisting illegal... Uh, multi-billion dollar corporate projects backed by uh, Mr. Gordon Moore, you know, surveillance capitalist and em- imperialist in chief. No, he's just a co-founder of Intel uh, and also supporter of the Gordon and Betty Moore Foundation that works with 30 Canadian universities, Justin Trudeau himself, uh, uh, 30 uh, pl- dozens of American universities, the UC California system with Gianna Napolitano, ex Homeland security officer under the greatest war criminal the U.S. has ever had. I'm sorry that he had to come from illegally occupied Hawaii. President Obama, uh, Janet Napolitano personally was invested in installing an illegal project on Mauna Kea, which I participated in, and um, the Lahui, right, all of us, our nation together under illegal occupation, on that mountain with Jason Momoa and Dwayne The Rock Johnson showed up if you were paying attention to that, but um, the Lahui is all of us together as a nation as well, um, working together for our sovereignty. Uh, uh, Shao Kang Shahui. Is a Chinese word uh, uh, that uh, Mr. Uh, the Well, it's, it's a, that's a long topic, but the, in Chinese, this is what they are pushing for. This great sovereign country uh, survived 100 years of humiliation and now has the greatest poverty alleviation and successes on the earth in history ever. In fact, uh, uh, in anything that anybody uh, left of Biden would call. You know, important poverty alleviation, environmentalism, all of these categories, they are the most successful. Uh, present advanced technological indigenous civilization is a Chinese word that means uh, uh, the moderate prosperity. Like, means society. Moderately prosperous society, as opposed to exorbitantly prosperous, moderate, moderately prosperous for all people and the land, right? The um, Aina. As opposed to exorbitantly prosperous for Mr. Bezos, or Mr. Louis XIV, or Mr. Roman Empire and oligarchy behind him, right? And then abject poverty and terrible existence and nasty, brutish sadness for everyone else, right? That's a, that's a very important value that they that they are they are trying to live by, and I, they're not perfect. We're not perfect. Hawaiians weren't perfect. Our ancestors in Taiwan, which is a thirty-seven thousand-year-old uh, indigenous civilizations that have existed there as well. We're not all—we're not perfect people. We're not like have no violence, have no wrong. Do- no, that's not true. You know, I do, I do, I do wrong things all the time, and I hope Holly calls me out on them and does. I learn like I try to learn three wrong things every day because I'm half stormtrooper. Like speak English, and I went to an Emperor Palpatine training facility called any American <laughs> or any Western school. So, anyways, um, so finally, I going off to way too long on this, uh, but so that's. So that's, that's, uh, that's the general history of, uh, you know, actually I'll, I'll just jump off into the, the the thread that I wanted to kind of talk about. So that's the, that's what Hawaiian values are. That's how they differentiate and also how we connect to all, all our, our other indigenous relatives um, across the Asian and Pacific region, which are completely not understood. I, w- I will just say this in the Western world, you know how I know this? Cause I went to a $20,000 a year Emperor Palpatine training facility and I didn't learn any of this, you know, in fact, and then I went to uh Harvard, I went to a Harvard fee, Harvard, you know, my, you know, I'm I'm so happy to be on this channel because now I have one degree of separation between me and Richard Wolf. I'm, I'm a <laughs> one, one of a handful of 0.101% truth truth sayers saying people say true things in the West. So Richard Wolf, you know, shout out, you know, you know, brought the hui, brought a multi-thousand-year-old concept into the Western world. It's a Really good thing because he was a very great sponsor of worker-owned cooperatives um, and democ- democracy in the workplace, and it's very important that that's a way that things continue to try to be organized and. So anyways, the Richard Wolf, you know, um, you know, because uh, I know Richard was on this uh, show. It's 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 uh, that 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 value is very important uh, that we continue to, you know, I'm not saying that like it's it's not this. This is not uh, to say that what we're um, we're perfect and everybody just has to just listen. No, that's not we're not we're not we're not perfect. We have a lot of things. We have a lot of things that we all collectively are working on. But um, there is much wisdom. There is much lies that has to be debunked. There's much uh, false things, right. That, that, that are said. And you know, this, if you work in a corporate business, you know, you have to lie all the time about, you know, what the actual APR financing rate, you know, when, when those, when those 08 09 mortgages are going to blow up. If you work at a bank, you know, as I was studying to be a Goldman Sachs high frequency trading algorithm programmer. And you know, that all those no income, no jobs, no assets loans that you're going to make for all of those $7 50 cents an hour, Applebee's waitresses, they can't afford that $1.5 million dollar mansion, right? You have to lie every second of the day in the West, you know, you have to lie to yourself. The lie to your employees, you have to lie to that you're taking their labor value. Actually, you have to lie to your customers that you're selling these toxic subprime products that are going to blow up the entire global economy. You have to lie. You cannot. You, you, You have to lie to yourself that you're fighting for freedom, justice and democracy. When you go blow up children in Afghanistan, working for the military industrial complex, which is what most people in the United States do, in fact. Every district in the United States is in some way, whether you're making nuts and bolts for F-22 Raptors, you're programming the artificial intelligence that's going to autopilot a, uh, a F- uh, Raptor or a, uh, a, a Reaper or a Predator drone, or you're the lawyer for the giant Amazon that has a $10 billion contract with AWS for the DLD. You are working for the military at every second of the day in, in some way in most uh, capacities, or you're literally on the front lines shooting brown people for continued colonization. Right, probably in Asia, because guess what? You know, Afghanistan people. The Afghanistan is full of Asian people that are also Muslim. Anyway, so back to back to Hawaii. Many Americans think that Hawaiians lived in huts prior to colonization. The U.S. actually deindustrialized Hawaii before 1898. The Hawaii already had electricity, mass transit, railroads. Iolani Palace had electric lights before the White House. Now, I'm gonna post a a a, a, a thread uh, 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 where you can um, look this up. Um, Uh, Let's see. Uh, I'm sorry. I'm uh, a little bit disorganized here. Uh, Yeah. So here's the here's the thread where you can look at the actual history of Hawaii. Um, Just some of it. And and you feel free to look. Adam Calvi, again, has a lot more of the all of the receipts for all of this historical research. Um, So Hawaii, the Iolani Palace had electric lights before the White House, and it has the article here. Um, Honolulu Electric works. Starting of the machinery, everything works well. We are glad to be able to at last inform our readers that lighting of Honolulu uh, is uh, unfaithfully comply So basically, Hawaii um, in the after contact, Hawaii had a huge amount of Hawaii, Hawaii already had a very advanced civilization. Again, right? Captain Cook himself was like, we had hundred-year life expectancies, eighty-plus year life expectancy. Meaning what? We were not fighting wars constantly, not abusing each other constantly, not. know causing famine like what the british were doing to a lot of their people like what other peoples of europe were doing to their people and either through poverty exploitation of resources constant constant sectarian strife and warring right um so the hawaiians did that there's not zero war there was not zero violence there was not zero uh inequality we could say economic inequality but however um there was there was uh um the overarching way was what we call, you know, partially automated indigenous anarcho-socialism or, or something, you know, it, it, it doesn't really translate exactly, but, you know, it, what, it, what it was is people were living lives of, in relative peace, in relative, um, um, you know, equality. Otherwise, you couldn't get to 800-year life expectancies. That's, that, now, the United States is, you know, and the Western world is, is approaching these kind of things, even with all the advanced technology, but they're not even close to where Hawaiians were in this time. US is dropping life expectancy. I think it dropped a year last year. Now it's like 77, 76. Anyways, so Hawaiians uh had a, but after contact with not not I, it's not colonizer technology. This is a very important thing. Indigeneity is not pre-technological. Um it's not um dancing with cellophane like it's not, it's not it's not dancing with grass skirts in living in mud huts, you know, uh with, with 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 canoes and and no no electricity, right? And no roads. I hate this this is this is not True. This is false. This is part, but this is part of the lies of colonialism that, to be indigenous, if you don't do n- n- your powwow with, you know, their feather headdress and you aren't like acting and talking like an Indian in the way in, in Turtle Island, then you're not indigenous anymore. You have to look exactly like what European and white Westerners want you to look like. Otherwise, you're not giving any money to make any movies or games. Or, or asset, you know, we're not going to fund you. Because that's indigeneity, and I've had a lot of uh, friends and fellow indigenous game devs uh, be refused because it doesn't look indigenous enough for white expectations of what indigenous people look like in Turtle Island, or even in, in Hawaii, or in Aotearoa, which is New Zealand, the indigenous name of New Zealand. So anyway, so, so that's very important. So Hawaii had advanced technology, had advanced mass transit railroads, like the pictures. This is not a railroad bit by the united states these are hawaiians the sovereign hawaiian country constructed these rail- with engineers hawaiian engineers and hawaiian operators built these railroads okay we had uh towns and cities we had more advanced and developed than uh many places in the united states hawaii had uh the highest literacy rate in the world hawaii had a higher literacy rate than us and europe before colonization the banning of our culture and language erasure of our history and ghettoization hawaiians were often bilingual or trilingual and world-renowned diplomats so this is a, a, a one of the uh, link uh, thread uh, tweets below. It is a newspaper article that was published in 1869. A Native Hawaiian historian reported Hawaii was the only Pacific government to be represented at an exposition in Paris. Granted, constitu- its first constitution in 1840 um, uh, by uh, King Kamehameha III. Very important to understand that the word "king" because the Western. Stormtrooper language of English is broken. The word king is not equivalent to what it means, but for Hawaiians to exist, this flag, just really quickly on this, this is the Kanaka Maoli, uh, uh, this is not the official Hawaiian flag, but this is a flag that represents, um, it's it's often flown for our actions. This is the official Hawaiian flag of the sovereign country of Hawaii. This flag has a, why does it have, I don't put it up because there's no education system in the West and I don't want to take a lot of time to educate Diseducated dis- Westerners with PhDs and without what that flag means. That flag does not mean that we love Britain necessarily. That means this. The reason why it has a Union Jack in it is because we were allegiant to uh, Britain in as a trade off under the dire material and political circumstances of eighteen hundreds Earth, where. Uh, if you weren't if if you weren't allegiant to one of these kingdoms and it, there, the Hawaiians had studied because we could read right we had the highest literacy rate in the world we understood that entire continents were being wiped out Africa Turtle Island right Americans just gunning down and slitting the throats and, and on, on the backs of these are savages and we are great Christian civilized people right mission civilatrice, the word the word missionary comes from internal uh, really exterminations and uh, of, of Protestants and now. We're going to civilize all of these people and bring them Christian God and Western languages and Western ways and Western dress and Western everything. And a British or whichever flavor of Western barbarism they wanted to bring in British, American, uh, French, Spanish. So the Hawaiians read and they understood that this is what was going to happen. So in order to project, uh, to, to, to become a facsimile or to project external civilization, the nonsensical word doesn't mean anything. You know, it's just a ridiculous word in English. What the fuck does this mean? Right? The civilized countries are the ones that are uh, not, uh, the civilized countries do not commit genocide. That's like literally written in the definition of genocide in the UN. It's nonsensical. Who are the civilized countries? The US, UK, France, Canada. And that's a nonsensical word. But anyways, to project as though we were civilized, we had to have things that people that looked like kings with eyepieces, kalakawa wore uh, very steampunk royalty-looking clothing often um, because that was the fashion of the times. They had beards that looked like it and you had to call yourself a king. But kalakawa and kamehameha, they were constitutional ali'i. Ali'i is a Hawaiian word that doesn't... It, its Closest meaning is steward, but um, uh, anyway, this is a long... Every one of these things, I can't, I can't stop and explain every single one. It's difficult because <laughs> Anyways, uh things, there's a lot of diseducation out there. But anyway, Kamehameha III, Books of Law, newspapers. But it, it was elected represent it was elected uh, leader and uh we also had full universal health care, and there were no homeless people. So, you know, in in in, in practice, de facto what it actually was was uh, uh you know, somebody who represented and if you weren't following, the, there were there were there are Ali who were who were hung and they were removed because of they were treasonous to their own country. They were they were removed. This didn't didn't happen. The the if the if the, if the leaders of Britain, for example, didn't do for the masses of the poor people in the United Kingdom, right, or in, in Britain, they, they they didn't like just like the people didn't just like uh, remove, you know, because of corruption, a British monarch generally. So this is very different. Anyway, so me the III, books of had books of luck, newspapers, agricultural products, Bibles, textbooks, other examples of civilized accomplishments. Because you got to have lots of little things in books, right? You have in pieces of paper stacked. In these codices, we call them books. If you don't have these things, that means we can come into your country and we civilized people can slaughter you all and enslave you all and destroy your land. What does is, what is civilized even mean? What does this mean? Anyway, accomplishments were exhibited. European visitors to the Paris Exposition were, for the most part, ruled by monarchs, actual monarchs, and they're only the highborn, right, of the Windsor, Picalis, of the descendants of the Merovingian, right? The the, the Germanic, the Himmelslossian, the the, 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 uh, the elite royalty right aristocratic, feudal and capitalist uh, 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 elite were only ones who were privy to the excellent educations right in Europe um, faced with their failed and, and that's part of the equality it's you know feudalism capitalism, all these systems they, 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 they're about continued you know poverty and diseducation of the masses. To this day, you know, only the CIA knows that, the, you know, who, who was genocided and who isn't, you know, and then they knew, they knew that the, the babies in the incubators were thrown out uh, was, a, was, a, was a lie before you. everyone was lied to these wars, right? Uh, right? Because everyone else is not privity. If you're not Mike Pompeo or, you know, Mr. Bezos's niece, you're not privy to an excellent education. You have to go to your normal schools where they teach you nonsense and you get to read the media that the think tanks in D.C. write so that you can all start more wars and join AUKUS, right? So... Uh, anyways, so all of these civilized, so-called civilized people, right, diseducated the masses. I would argue it's not really the Hawaiians were, you know, and they said in this time, this island, Hawaii, with the highest literacy rate in the world, right, and we were bilingual, trilingual, we could read in multiple languages. We had we had embassies across the earth, right, from Asia, Africa, uh, what was then Persia. Um, we 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 were at one of the mo- Swiss diplomats. I had a Swiss diplomat, uh, w- one of the few honest people uh, that I had uh, teach me about Hawaii. Or was was like I really respect the Hawaiians because they were the greatest diplomats on earth. I don't know how they survived as a non-white country in the 1800s with full parity in the family of nations when so many others were just annihilated. And they, they actually were they, they 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 were they were they were the West was forced to recognize right the advanced indigenous Hawaiian culture, people, and country, because it was just too embarrassing. How could these people, this island, this island, this is what the Europeans said in this time, this island is ahead in literacy, and the enlightened enlightened countries of Europe are behind it. The word enlightened, stolen from Asia, in fact, right? It's a, it's a, it's a, it's a word bar. The West has never been enlightened. It's a joke. It's a joke. You, you're plagiarists of indigenous peoples of Turtle Island and of Asia, and you never followed any of this, including the U.S. Constitution. But anyways, so this island, Hawaii, is ahead in literacy, However, this is possible. I would argue it's not because there's something special in the DNA of Hawaiians. That's some racist uh, eugenicist nonsense, uh, but that's a normal thing for Westerners to think. It's not because there's something special in our food and the water. You know, there's not like magical superhuman juice. We didn't get bit by radioactive spiders, you know, like like Mr. Mr., Mr. Tom Holland. We didn't, you know, there's nothing really magical to us. What it is, is just practicing normal indigenous, you know, mutual aid, what are you anarchist, what mutual aid based civilized, what are you Marxist Leninists? not giving a ex- labor value and being extracted and the educational access being unequal to the, to the, to the, to, to a uh, capital or the, the ruling class, right? If we just follow what normal human civilizations have for a long period of time, except for this brief error, this brief, uh deleterious uh escapade called the colonial period on that sadly not not because something wrong with what the water in europe or the or, or or very bad mutant spiders in europe you know uh it's not nothing nothing wrong with the people and it's nothing to do with your your melanin count or something like that it's 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 just the ways of being in the culture that were very different um and mass mass violence and mass disinformation that is begotten from that uh, based ways right um and so Hawaii had the highest literacy rate so that's very that's, this is a long I'm, I'm, I'm so sorry that I'm, I'm kind of wrecking a lot of your stream but I'm just gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna finish this up I swear I, I, I'm gonna finish this up in the next five minutes okay Kalakaua, one of our leaders had invented a subaquatic vehicle when Jules Verne was still dreaming up 20,000 leagues under the sea um, it was called the fish ram Kalakawa, well, again one of our Ali one of our stewards masquerading as a king to be granted with the gift of not being destroyed colonized and illegally occupied right but our elite a leader uh, our ali was also a great uh engineer is what we call we might call a renaissance man um a renaissance person um let's be less gendered about it fun fact hawaiian culture uh, has uh full acceptance of lgbtq plus uh uh, mahu is a third uh not exactly the same as a two-spirit but it's a third gender um that is uh very revered and very important and, and accepted as, as full people. And we, and we, uh, this, these concept, these gender terms are very much, um, uh, there was no, the, the concept of homophobia, the, 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 bigotry against LGBTQ plus people, people, hatred of people and denigration of people based on gender identity, gender binary, rigidly enforced gender binary and, and, um, and, uh, uh you know, sexuality was, was, not not a thing you know and adam adam does research on this adam is also uh adam Kiawe is also uh mahu but anyways, so so the word for just as an example the word that means stand up like a man is Ku Kanaka. that means stand up like a human in hawaiian um makua the word for parent is non, non-gendered most of the terms are like generally you have many many non-gendered uh, terms uh, aikanes, uh is it's just a normal accepted thing that you have same sex same-sex romantic and aromantic relationships, and that's totally normal and fine. And there is not like prosecution. And uh, now, when the when colonizers showed up, that changed, and they, they 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 definitely said you have to denigrate and hurt and 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 come after and 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 threaten and kill people who are. Homosexual people who, you know, any, uh, you know, people who didn't conform to strict gender binaries. And so anyway, so every, 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 Adam will often say, and this is true, every homophobic Hawaiian, I have these in my family, every homophobic Hawaiian is a successful instance of colonization, which is absolutely true. Very similar for a lot of Turtle Island people. But anyways, so Kalakawa invented, uh, um, you know, as a, le- a leader and also an engineer, you know, kind of like, you know, Actually, the CPC, the majority are, are te- scientists, technologists and engineers an advanced indigenous civilization that alleviated the greatest poverty, uh, the greatest poverty alleviation on Earth. They also have engineers and leaders like the word kahuna, very similar to the Mandarin of the meritocracy of our Asian relatives. Right. Which is those who are very good at things. Right. Experts at navigation. Right. The the kahuna of, you know, like Pi look right, would be like a, a kahuna or Nainoa Thompson is a kahuna of uh, navigation right an expert in a particular field right your merit right your ability uh not 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 to give you extra wealth but just you are capable of doing that thing so we're going to allow you to teach and coach other people and educating them on how to do that particular thing right i think the anarchists, uh, anarcho-socialist anarcho communists might call this um, what we call it um uh uh, uh, justified temporary hierarchy, right? Something like that. So anyway, that, but that's, that's what Kalakaua was, uh, very expert in, 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 in technology and also in, uh, language and in diplomacy. And as part of why, you know, the, he was elected leader of Hawaii. Anyway, Hawaii was a living Wakanda and indigenous future, more technologically, economically, and sociopolitically advanced than any Western nation. There's actual images of this boat, by the way. In addition, there's also a torpedo proof vessel. Um, uh, and again, that sub-aquatic vehicle, the fish ram, the submarine. You know these AUKUS submarines, right? These people are talking about. Hawaiians invented, they invented the blueprints for these like long before uh, the, the these, anything in, like the submarine was rolled out in the West, in the Western world. Um, there's another version of Hawaii where Hawaii has the most advanced Navy and they, you know, I don't know, it's... it's I'm going to write alternate history someday where Hawaii's advanced Navy like pushes off any gunboat diplomacy and then we start selling them to Asia and opium wars go differently. You know, opium wars go differently. And the, the colonial period doesn't go as far as it did. Anyways, sovereign country of Hawaii also had black citizens before the U.S. Civil War. In fact, U.S. slaves that stepped onto Hawaiian soil were considered free. The Chinese were full citizens in Hawaii as the U.S. chained them up to build railroads in the West Coast with terrible lynching and racism against Asians, uh, which you should be learning in this time of extreme attempts to for the military industrial complex and the western barbarism to prolong its dying self through war against an asian country in particular china but all of asia ultimately is what they want to try they're trying to manufacture consent for um in their in their in their think tanks so the war, uh, the Asians were considered full citizens, right? The Chinese Exclusion Act. Canada was not the end of the Underground Railroad, by the way, because black people were segregated and horrible racism against them in Canada. In fact, we know to this day, Canada continues to commit genocide. Under you, the United Nations, in fact, that, that have uh, officially uh, sanctioned and, and declared that Canada is committing genocide and has two, a list of 200 things that it must do. But Canada has done less than like 10 things, in fact, to make that right. It's, you know, so, 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 so. The end of the underground railroad was actually, I would argue, Hawaii. In fact, where there's actual birth, there's actual uh, citizenship certificate in this thread that you can look at. Moses Allen, who was born uh, in Africa uh, as a as a as a as a as a citizen, and then was a slave in the United States, and then when Mr. Mr., uh, Moses Allen arrived in Hawaii, uh, was uh, granted. And this is in English and Hawaiian. um, Was granted. Uh, citizenship, you know, uh, it's, it's, as long as you're not here again, as long as you're not here to destroy us, to attack us, to hurt us. Right. You you know, you're not here to commit treason and try to, I don't know, do a color revolution. Right. Something like that. Right. Like, like what you're doing all over Asia and Africa and, 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 and central South America. Right. As long as you're not here to like undo us, you, you, we will treat you with respect and we will, and, and if you want to live here, we, you, so land back doesn't mean okay, everybody that okay, let, let me see your skin, okay? Is it lighter than the cinnamon chai dolce latte? Oh, gotta go back to Europe. That's not what that means, you know. That's not how it is in Hawaii, you know. Um, that's not, that's not how we at the Silver Spukui treat people, right? Right? Holly how is, you know. Holly is like fairer than probably like a lot of people that I know, it's like you know, very, 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 you know, um wh- what would be considered white, right? In a place like even Canada. But that that's not that's not the defining characteristic of who we are. That's not how we Hawaiians define Hawaiian, in fact. Like, you know, you could be Asian, you could be black, you could, you could, you could be of a fairer skin color. That's not a problem of being a member of Hawaii. But what you what you do have to do is Be willing to participate in mutual respect respect us respect the people respect the aina right respect the aina right follow our follow our collective rules right try to live in mutual respect from person to person culture to culture religion to religion right um nation to nation people to aina okay don't take over try to take over it right and then build slave plantations of pineapples and sugar and that's not that's not pono and we can't have that we don't want that right so that's the kind of stuff, and that's also what Vietnam, Cuba, and China, and other indigenous advanced civilizations asked. E- American Johnson, another you might know him, uh, is a left uh, YouTuber, right? And they're not. Luna is not going. EJ, you're going back to America because we're decolonized Vietnam, right? That's not how this works, right? You can you can be white in Vietnam, it's totally fine. Even EJ e- is looking to become a citizen, right? Uh, he's a former capitalist. They, by all rights, Vietnam should be like, get out of here, you filthy, filthy, dirty <laughs> capitalist. You're selling these terrible Toyotas, ripping people off, selling all kind of. You know, garbage. We're capitalist corporate. No, they're not like that. They're like, hey, are you here to undo us? No, I mean, if you're here to try to undo us because you work for the NED, USAID, or you know, some kind of some kind of you know, CIA, CIA for NGO neoliberal uh, uh, you know uh, colonization scheme, then uh, well, that's not that's not cool. That's not cool, right? And then they go, well, I'm a Christian, and then you're persecuting me for my religion. Anyway, that's a long story. So so that's that's what part. Th- this is part of back too. Is is that the you can become a citizen of any of any. Skin. skin color you can you can arrive now we don't immediately accept everybody like just oh well i i, I love hawaiians and i'm here to do you, you know we're gonna okay well i mean let's go through a period and we'll see let's let's see how things go right um but you know it, it's 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 acceptance of people well, the racial equality that that the u.s canada and all these other places even europe you know this, the, muslims are overrepresented in prisons and poverty in france and germany and all these parts of europe you know there's, there's a lot of racism that's unaddressed in everywhere in the colonizer world and for, 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 for reason, for when you have mass organized violence and disinformation based civilizations or barbarisms, I would argue, you have to, the racism is an outgrowth of a lot of this. What sometimes I think Mark's called it primitive accumulation, right? But uh, it's just like big mass murder, enslaving and violence and killing and stealing of stuff. And then you have to have perpetual racism to justify the ongoing lack of making right of this centuries of injustice and multi trillions of tens of multi hundred trillion dollar, Plunder called the colonial period, right? And then the racism is an outgrowth of that. Because, well, if we start treating those people like humans, well, what about the entire continent that we pillage? What about all the other people that we, we, we're not treating with mutual respect and dignity, based on skin color, based on culture, based on language, based on Muslim religion in Europe, right? Right. So, anyways, the sovereign country of white, however, granted full citizenship to people of all these other cultures and 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 places, right? And so that's very important. That's that's part of. I would argue that certificate is part of what land back would ultimately Does it mean. Doesn't mean you, you can't come you can't be here to kick everybody out it's not ethno state it's not all this nonsense right so that's that's important an example of actual I, I i okay anyways so hawaii was the actual example of equality democracy existing in actual socialism without racial um you know not not zero racial hatred right but but not as a dominant way of being is racial interracial hatred and interreligious um oppression um greater technological advancement than any western country in a POC nation. It, it Hawaii put the U.S., the West, and Europe to shame. It blew their white man's burden out of the water, which was why we were illegally crushed and illegally occupied. So, um, anyway, I'm not going to go through the entire thread. So, the white man's burden, very important image with Britain and Europe carrying India, you know, India and Asia and China on its back from oppression, ignorance, barbarism, superstition, vice, brutality towards civilization. Right? And then America carrying Cuba, Hawaii, Pacific Islands. It's Monroe Doctrine backyards, right? Central South America on its back towards civilization, right? Away from all of these things. So anyway, this is the nonsense of the entire, you know, the the Western world and the colonizer world. Not necessarily, you know. um, Anyways, so there's pictures of Iolani Palace. You have Kalakawa there in front of Iolani Palace. I'm just going through the thread. I'm sorry if you're not... I'm I'm talking about the thread and I'm going to finish it up right now. I've I've been going for so long. Hawaii's coup backed by the U S gunboat diplomacy to smash a non-white country's building an actual anti-racist socialist thriving country was the blueprint that would later be used on countless Asian Pacific Island, Latin American, African, and other countries across the world. Um, so there's a picture of you know the same coup you know in Bo- Bo- Bolivia they did a coup for lithium and then based Comrade Evo Morales of the MAS Indigenous Socialist uh uh you know mar- Marxist economists and, and 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 uh socialist actual um thinking um and also indigenous uh uh you know resistance, indigenous-led, uh indigenous-led actual socialist leftist uprising, right, MAS, the movement movement towards socialism in Bolivia, um, undid, you know, Western back for Elon, Will, coup cool whoever we want. Germany was taking 97% of the lithium, in fact, uh, in, in their deal for their continued colonial process in, in 2019 and 2021, um, where China offered 51%, by the way, um, very important. That's, that's win-win, right? And Germany is win-lose, right? 97% for German, $35 an hour gigafactory workers making batteries for Elon Musk's Tesla, right? And then and, and that's win lose. And then three percent for Bolivians who were, who were who were who couldn't pay their bills and were starving and that they, they demanded evil do something about these, these Germans collaborating with Elon and the US and the AOS. Right. And the CIA to undo Bolivia with back with fascist backed coup under the Añez administration, who not with pepper balls, tear gas rounds and rubber bullets shot the indigenous protesters. They just massacre them with full metal jacket rounds because that's what they do in the global south they don't they don't they don't they, 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 they don't they don't play gloves on like little 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 playground <laughs> colonialism right in america they just shoot pepper balls you know off camera now off camera when the white people aren't watching they shoot you in the back of a you know a, a, a alley in chicago in honolulu they just murder you um but when it's on camera it's like you got a lot of cameras and everybody's looking at these civilized countries, right? Then they gotta shoot you with pepper balls and rubber bullets. But in South America, nobody gives a crap. So these, have ah, gun you down. Africa, they kill six million in 1997 in uh, Congo, and they call the the U.S. backed regimes over there civilized. You could blow up Afghanistan, and that's all. That's all. That's okay because very far away from Mr. Bezos's children, and there's no prying eyes because we're gonna censor all the media that comes out of that that doesn't look like what we want it to. And so you can kill. It's the difference between Hawaii. So I'm very happy. You know, close to Jeff Bezos's. Children that are frolicking, pretending to be some kind of hipster, fucking, uh, uh, you know. No, no, shade to the vegans, but I mean, there's like, there's some people that are, you know, because I know this is the part of the, you know, <laughs> it's just fine, you know. But there's people who are, as Thoughtsline correctly pointed out, imperialists, mm-hmm. and they like to pretend that they're much better and changed and fixed, and 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 uh, they live very close to where we are, like 20, 20 miles, and they like going to ayahuasca ritual ceremonies and they hug some Hawaiians and they're the descendants of New York bankers and. uh, narco traffickers and billionaires and they kind of live in this area it's called pahoa down there and um because it's so close to hawaiians and you know mr ellison owns too much land you know he's got nice hotels right they don't want to shoot they don't want to shoot uh you know tomahawk missiles and hellfire missiles and blow up right next to where their children are they could be hit with like like particles of like a hawaiian's you know a bone or something you know what 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 if you accidentally drive the property values down by blowing up brown people that are too close to your investment right there's Got, you know, the, you, this is the solution for you. You want to, you want to help Palestine. You want to help Afghanistan. Just have Larry Ellison build a private resort with nice golf courses and white sand beaches on the Gaza Strip, and nobody's gonna blow nothing up anymore. You know, that's <laughs> the difference. You, Gaza, you gotta get a billionaire to have his children frolic around and hug, hug all of your your, your, your local brown people, uh, and build a resort and have people sipping Mai Tais and Pina Coladas and fucking paddling canoes and 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 feeling authentically changed right in gaza and then but now gaza just covered because they don't have any uh, uh waste treatment facilities so it's just covered in feces uh because america's uh, backing the uh settler colonialism that's blowing all of their waste treatment facilities and water purification facilities up and 97 percent of the water is unpotable or it's, it's basically it's, it's it's anyways so so that's the difference between hawaii and palestine and hawaii and afghanistan so i'm very thankful that i wasn't born in Iraq, and when it's a blue sky i don't have to worry about being exterminated in picking up my children with a mop or a sponge, which is what the people that are far away from uh, the children of white rich colonizers have to deal with. So that's anyway, so that, but these coups happen across the earth. They continue to happen. The U S is, you know, U S and all of Europe is just a little puppet of the, of of the Western world. Ultimately they're trying to get away from it, but you still got too much NATO up inside of you uh, and you're all just backing imperialism and all these sock them countries are, doing a lot of them are doing very well because of what the U.S continues to do to pillage the rest of the world to suck all of the that's the difference between Vietnam China Cuba Laos uh, they're not um they're, they're participating in mutual win-win cooperation internationally across the world from nation to nation whereas a lot of Europe continues to benefit from you know again like I already discussed France French francophone tax from Africa you know uh the continued sucking of wealth into Europe to back its it's it's, uh, you know, it, it's, it's, it's doing better internally, foreign policy, right? It's a, it's a, it's just a little, it's a, it's a, it's a little Germany is just a place for us to put all of its 35,000 troops and its nuclear missiles aimed at Moscow, you know, and to, and to project power against the, uh, uh, Asian, uh, growing supercontinent that Brzezinski, uh, discussed in the grand chessboard. So anyways, uh. Okay, so global coups. Uh, I'm, 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 I'm. I'm so sorry. I'm, I'm messing this whole stream up. I'm so sorry. <laughs> no, um, <it's> okay. <laughs> okay. Finally, this is the last one to push the country back into poverty. Right. So, so, so why, why do they do these coups? Why are they in? Why are they sanctioning 130 billion dollars of Cuba? Why is the United States stopping with ships, embargo, sanctions, and uh, and hybrid warfare? 130 billion dollars of 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 economic development that could build roads, schools, houses. Cuba is very advanced. They have a longer life expectancy despite $130 billion of sanctions and embargoes upon them. Yet they have a longer life expectancy than the United States does today. Yet they have better access to health than the United States does today. They have less per capita homelessness than the United States does today. Vietnam, 40 times less per capita malnutrition deaths than the United States has today. Despite them being bombed into the Stone Age and advanced indigenous Asian civilization, the Vietnamese, who, have, uh, who are incredibly kicked all of your Western barbarous butts out of there with less technology and less wealth and then also have better1,000 uh, less per capita homelessness California 3800 per million homeless people per capita Vietnam Hanoi a uh, very big city that's a place that I mean that, that's being generous that's like a big city where it, it's not perfect they have they have four billionaires there they have some they have some uh, inequality there that they're trying to deal with under the current material conditions of ongoing siege socialism and, and global imperialism. Four, four homeless per, I think it's, yeah, four homeless per million, I uh, looked it up, in, in Hanoi. Um, uh, what, you know, so again, even even with the trade-offs that they have to make, they're still doing way better. Healthcare access, COVID-19 deaths, China, uh, two to 600 times less economy and people's health protected, right? Right, what, and so, and so, and so, but that's why they're under siege, right? That's why Hawaii was overthrown with U.S. gunboat diplomacy and there's images of, the Hawaii was just a was a was a blueprint for what the U.S. would do, and with the Western world, the colonial world would do, try to do to countless other countries, to Bolivia, try to do to Cuba. Successfully did in a lot of ways to Colombia, Argentina, uh, to to countless African countries, uh, uh, doing all over. Uh, not, not it's not the same thing, but what it's what, part of what it's doing is it, what it's doing to uh, the seven uh, of, well, countless you know Asian countries like Afghanistan and Western Asian and uh, Muslim countries, especially Muslim countries. Um, and so, but that, that's all of this blueprint that Hawaii was part of. Um, but not, not Hawaii wasn't the first one that this had ever been done to, but Hawaii was we cannot allow an indigenous advanced civilization to practice actual socialism, actual racial economic equality, right? And becoming technologically advanced, more literate, mass educating people, you know, very high education rates, very good educations in places that become socialist, you know. Um, and also electrification. I believe it was Lenin who said. Electrification is a uh, is a is a requirement for socialism for liberation of the people, right? Because that is what allows access to people to 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 the technological and economic concrete development, right? Concrete development, right? Nothing that nothing this doesn't never happened under the colonizer. They're still not doing this in Europe and America, right? Concrete development that allows people to ed- get educated and and then build technological development that allows them to uh, alleviate. Uh, poverty you know it's not that we don't want any wealth we do want wealth, but we want moderate wealth for all of society Shakng Shahui right We don't want exorbitant wealth right but we want we want more you know uh, uh, better livelihoods. We want electricity like toilets are nice, you know dying of cholera and typhus and syphilis you know, this is not and, and, and you know typhus cholera dying of treatable illnesses is not nice right and you know that's not we nobody wants that right that, that's part of this 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 uh, wax museum Indian version of indigenous people that a lot of white people like to, Westerners like to idealize, infantilize this noble savage mythology. That's not who Hawaii was. That's not who indigenous civilizations like the 56 ethnic regions of China are. That's not who the Vietnamese were and are, you know? Um, not that we're perfect, but we, we, we have always had technology, the greatest and most advanced mm. civilizations in Africa thousands of years ago, advanced technology, you know? Uh, you know, uh, and and the pyramids and and all of these and all of these great cities, the cities, the great cities, huge urban centers in Turtle Island. These were advanced, technologically advanced civilizations. They didn't have necessarily electricity at that time, but they had a lot of advanced technologies. China had more advanced technologies than anything in Europe, right? And so, that's who we were, and we why were we that? We were advanced technologically, socially, politically. Um, not not perfect, but we were more advanced because we practiced uh, what. Socialism, Marxist, Leninism, uh, you know, these ideologies, you know, talk about, but they haven't implemented in the West. Right. Which is mutual, you know, which is, you know, mutual respect between people, mutual respect between people to person to person, nation to nation, uh, language to language and people to aina. And so anyways, so finally. So that's why Hawaii was pushed back into poverty. We were diseducated. We were our history was obliterated. This is why you're probably hearing this for the first time if you listen to a silver spook stream. They de- developed our infrastructure and they plundered our resources and, and, and cheap labor in Hawaii. Um, the Hawaiian language was banned when Hawaii illegally occupied us. Uh, again, the UN uh, elaborates this. The, the 1892, ban, uh, 1892 at gunpoint overthrow with, in collaboration between white Calvinist, white Calvinist Puritan missionary descendants, the Dole and Dole Pineapple, Dole Sanford and Bob uh, uh, Dole, who worked together to destroy Hawaii Denationalize us, banned our language, banned our culture, drove us into poverty. Uh, we had a universal healthcare system, the first universal healthcare system on earth that I know of, as far as I can surmise. Uh, 1860s, Queen's Medical System, right? Uh, the the Western first universal healthcare system was uh, Prussia, uh, Otto von Bismarck. Uh, 20 years later, so that that system, the first universal health universal healthcare system, was uh, defunded, destroyed by the United States, intentionally to that, that's one vector of the genocide of the Native Hawaiians by the United States under international law, um, is is to make in whole to deprive of uh, the conditions of life that are calculated to bring about the physical destruction of a group in whole or in part, which that 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 falls under it. On, on top of denationalization, the destruction, replacing of symbols of a Hawaiian flag, of a Hawaiian language, right? That all that banning of the language uh, of Hawaiian. My my mother was had her knuckles shattered for speaking Hawaiian when she was growing up. My father had. Classmates that were thrown out of buildings, you know, two story buildings for speaking Hawaiian. Um, that was a normal thing to happen. The things that happened in Canadian residential schools, the US did this, and Hawaii was not an uh, exception to that. And so, anyway, so that's one now today, the highest literacy rate in the world to one in six Hawaiians who can't read, or Hawaiian, one in six Hawaiian residents that struggle to read. Native Hawaiians, the lowest life expectancy of every ethnic group, uh, as far as I know. Uh, a black, uh, the last time I looked it up, Black, Asian, Hispanic, Hawaiians, uh, the lowest life expectancy. We had one of the longest life expectancies according to Captain Cook, James Cook. Now we have the l- lowest in the United States. Uh, we live in ghettos. We live in everything that you see in neo Feud now. But that's but that 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 you know U.S. and Western imperialism days are numbered. Hawaiians are learning our language, our olelo. That's why we succeeded on Mauna Kea to push back against multi-billion-dollar capitalist corporate colonial projects like the Thirty Meter Telescope. Which I'm fine with telescopes. I teach STEM. I'm a science fiction <laughs> writer, right? But but also we would like to do science with mutual respect for people and cultures and respect the United Nations Declaration on the Rights of Indigenous People, right? Um, this, this narrative of those people are backward savages, those those, those those brown people, but we are advanced civilized scientists and that's why we're doing these things and they have to just let us do it. That, that literally was a justification for colonialism. So so on Mauna Kea, the success is the a, is a beginning of a global success of, I would argue, rising Asian Pacific Islander, uh, the, the, the greatest successes right now happen to be in Asia, but I believe one day it will be, there will be a global Silk Road and there will be a global, which is a mutual trade network of win-win trade and cooperation, not win-lose, right? Gunboat and colonizer uh, plunder, right? And one day we will get back to this, but we have to do a lot more education till we, to, to, to unlearn a lot of this nonsense and learn things about our relatives and our other peoples across the earth that don't get heard not nearly enough in the global north and the global west and so we are building the prosperous advanced yet culturally Hawaiian world in solidarity with the rest of the global south and allies i i i i i i I'm so sorry that i just like kind of <laughs> i
1: no, it's great. That was great. That was honestly like so much packed into one question. That was just one question, uh, and it's been uh, an hour and twenty minutes, I think. But I think you covered so much of what I even wanted to talk about further on, and it was incredibly educational. I, I think that most people watching this probably had no idea that Hawaii had such a high literacy rate, had you know universal health care, had um, electricity before the White House. I mean, I mean, these are things that I never learned and i do have a phd from one of these institutions that you call an emperor palpatine training facility you know um i had never heard that
0: you know i I apologize by the way i i'm not saying that everybody uh, oh no i I agree
1: (laughs) no i think it's that's hilarious and that's it's well said i mean i i yeah until i listened to your stream i didn't know about any of that um And I think that everything you were talking about, about the values, the differences, the difference between, um, you know, Hawaiian and different indigenous values and worldviews versus the Western one that is so full of separation, right? Um, I mean, I talk a lot about how we're not gonna get anywhere. We're not gonna build a sustainable future um, if we don't understand reciprocity, if that isn't actually baked into our worldview um, with respect to each other, but also the land and the environments that we form part of. but okay, so I do want to move on to uh, Neo Few, but I, I wanted to, um, I, I know a lot of people in the chat are asking about solar punk and things like that. So I'm thinking I might be able to kind of combine a few questions and ask you to talk about um, land back and decolonization and um, kind of indigenous futurism, right? Because I know that... Um, uh, I guess a bit, a bit of a spoiler for Neo Future Two. Uh, you had a picture up of a, a really amazing kind of solar punk uh, vision that we have on the the title card for the stream, um, and you were talking about how you know land back decolonization um, it's it's really a precondition for that kind of future, and that you know indigenous societies. Um you know Hawaiian society is that kind of solar punk future right um i you know I, I hear a lot that you know there's a, a kind of a Marxist position that we needed to go through capitalism first before we could get to socialism um that sometimes I think legitimizes colonialism in some ways, whereas um as you said you know these there were societies like this that were thriving and were much closer to the kind of socialist solar punk kind of um ideal that we're striving for today, right? That we probably, you know, we didn't need to go through colonialism, uh, in order to now come back around. But, um, anyway, I've just thrown a lot at you, but maybe, uh, uh, talk a bit about that. Um, and, and kind of this idea of of indigenous futurism and and what land back, you know, could mean and could look like, uh, in Hawaii and elsewhere.
0: Yeah. Um, yeah. So, um, (laughs) yeah again i i i deeply apologize like i i i i i uh, i know we had like 20 questions i'm like oh my goodness don't, don't go off for an hour for we're gonna be here for 26 hours anyway but yeah it's it's uh no it's 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 you know um i i hope that some of the questions have been touched on in that yeah yeah uh, 20 minute answer so I think have, no, yeah i'm trying to i'm trying to hit on a lot of things that you asked but lineback so yeah I, I talked a little bit about what that lineback kind of means in the you know in particular people asking about um You know, like, does that mean that, you know, everybody that isn't, you know, are not related to, you know, for example, Turtle Island, Cherokee, uh, uh, you know, Anishinaabe, et cetera, they all have to just go home to Europe, you know, and like, you know, again, like, I can't, and this is important too, which is I cannot speak for every indigenous person. And in fact, you know, I can't claim I am not an authoritative and I will never, if you ever find super spook going, Hey, everybody buy my book, $72 on Amazon, how to build a fully automated luxury, indigenous socialist earth. Then you got to get the guillotine or something out, you know, <laughs> <laughs> if, I, if I start treating Holly, like an employee or something like that. And, uh, other people, and I start taking vast quantities of profit from you. you gotta like, something's happened. So that's not, but that's not what it's about, right? Because the capitalist structure, right? Itself, right? And that land back involves, right? Uh, I mean, to my mind, again. So I, when I said Hawaiians for Hawaiian land back means like not having um, con- uh, domination of land and exploitation of land and and of people, right? It's just it's just uh, to me it means being poor. It means being righteous. It means be, being just, right? Which you know, I mean, to I, lo- I like bringing in I like bringing in you know our, our representatives of the truth saying. You know, sadly, I mean, there are a lot of people who said a lot of very true things, like Richard Wolf, uh, Michael Hudson, the economist, you know, the t- advisor to uh, uh, China, in fact. And my, but my, Richard Wolf is one who has really gone on the cooperative structure, right? The democratization of the inequitable, right? The not pono, unjust organization of the capitalist uh, uh, business, right? Um, and I do agree that it, it is correct. We, we need more. Um, you know you can call a thing a democracy right you just throw the word democracy on a thing even on a country right okay the workplaces and the governments of the west neither are democratic they, they they call oh oh look i call i call it you know this is the what they have in the west and all the little puppet dictatorships if they can't get a dictatorship they have a rigged democracy like the united states has it's a plutocracy It's a it's a it's a it's a it's a star-spangled you know dead war criminal like i don't know the the Abraham Lincoln Elementary School, you know, you go into one of these war criminals because uh, that guy wanted to guess what he wanted to he wanted to remove all the black people. He wanted to send all the sell the sell the black slaves back to Africa. That was the North's position. But you know, you go into one of these schools, right, and then you fill in these little bubble coloring book. It's I call it I call it plutocracy with coloring book characteristics. And then you say, oh, look, we voted for Biden. Now we're now we're different. Now we're so different. We're not definitely not blowing up the world. You know, giving billions of dollars to the richest people. You know. We're not racist anymore no, nothing nothing really can change under the so called western liberal democracies not really not ultimately not the highest and most important as in a leninist sense from the commanding heights right so so lambac is about um as in the in the in the in the way that we organize business right so the silver spookui we we you know uh as as a worker owned cooperative right we we don't have bosses we don't have landlords right so just i mean just in a really material example so like for example if the if the if the the, the way that we 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 can never organize it perfectly because we have in a capitalist system. I gotta stream through like you know blood mineral soaked uh, uh made cameras, and I got I gotta use a very large surveillance capitalist big tech platform because that's what we got right now. But we, we hope we're getting better. But 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 under the current circumstances, the Silver Squakuy, when we sell games, right? I, I would argue this is game like indigenous. Game company land back, right? Which is again, it is. Does if I make art if I design artificial intelligence, cyberpunk adventure games, it doesn't mean I'm not indigenous anymore. Very important, right? It doesn't mean like, right? I'm, I'm an advanced technologically, a technologically advanced, uh, you know, video game, cyberpunk making, you know, that's why I love reservation dogs. Like, we can make jokes about, you know, William Gibson and and Blade Runner, and uh, you know, we can have we can have a uh, Reservoir Dogs riffs, you know, just like anybody else, and that doesn't mean we're not indigenous anymore. And that's also an indigenous show, right? And so I can make these games, and when the games are sold, right, like NeoFeud, that are rips on all of these things I'm talking about, but within more game characteristics and more humor and less direct the way I'm doing it right now, is I can sell these games, and then the when, and we sell the games, and when the games revenue make revenue, the revenue split specifically is like exactly like whatever hours you put in. So if you put, it doesn't matter. So I don't, we don't say. Oh, because you're a QA tester, like for example, Cyberpunk 2077 people, right? Who are employees who are working their butts off, you know? Six I worked crunch for AAA game companies. It's horrible. Hundred hours a week, seven days a week, you know, coming in. You know, it's like that it's, it's like seven hours, It's like t- t- uh you know, 10 hours a day, seven days a week kind of things, right? Oh, you want a weekend, weekends don't exist anymore. Oh, you want to visit your child's ballet recital, or your birthday party? It, no ballet anymore there's only working at a game company for the next six months so the game comes out then you're fired no severance just like telltale games right in europe uh i believe it it was terrible you know so that maltreatment of the of the qa testers the programmers the writers the musicians right um is you know and uh you know there's a lot of critique about this from you know uh uh uh, from uh, commander stephanie sterling uh uh people who criticize the triple a game industry uh, um, you know, there's what uh, this uh, very important because it's a very destructive force, and so what we try to do as a silver spook is try to make sure that what the, the revenue that comes in is evenly uh, split according to the amount of time you worked in. We don't judge if you're a programmer, like I did, now I did the majority of the work on NeoFood, but going forward, that's the way that I try to organize it. And I, I could, you know, this is another thing very important at the silver spook, we will screw up, we can, and we will, we definitely will screw up, and we have to be able to do ongoing, uh, what is the term in the uh, uh, ongoing cultural revolution or ongoing interrogation, ongoing internal critique, right? Like, you know, uh, you know, uh, there's times where I just didn't give enough respect to Holly's very important care work. The care work is as important. And I would argue at least if not more important than any work that I could possibly do, the man's work of making programming or building buildings or whatever they, you know, the care work is as important. So Holly, Holly's mod work as well as my, my, my partner, um, who is who is a who is a white Canadian and is now a uh, you know an ongoing um, person in Hawaii? Uh, Hawaiian national might be the term, um, you know, somebody who's in Hawaii, but is you know in the ongoing process of, uh, uh, of not 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 like we can't just say oh Holly's Hawaiian, but Holly is a member of the Silver Spook Cooperative. Holly does very a lot of very important care work and a lot of um, um, uh, moderation work, uh, which is very important that I need in the streams, especially now with a, a lot of these. Bad faith actors all over the place, and um, and Holly also did voice acting work. She voice Holly voice acts for instance, Sybil, uh, in *The Feud, and um, and so all of that work is valued. And um, and uh, and for people that are outside this of the cooperative right now, like everybody is paid if the, if the game makes, for example, a thousand dollars, right? You know, um, then in a month, let's say that you sell like a you know, a hundred. I don't know. One hundred. We're not making tons of money. The game in total has made like a forty-two thousand dollars over four years. This is not. We're not. We're not nearly making enough that we need to be poverty for a family of four, right? So, uh, but we do have Patreon. We have other things that supplement, and we have like, uh, you know, things that help us. And the Big Island of Hawaii helps us out a lot. It's not like Oahu. Um, uh, it, it, it's it's much more Hawaiian values uh, centered, and so um, so we we can make it work still however we we do we quite, as many sales as possible i say everything we do is supported by the sales of the game but when the revenue comes in it does go out exactly uh according to the amount of hours so if you're a voice actor you put in 30 hours or 40 hours and the total hours is like you know i put in uh, like two and a half years right so if you are a qa tester you put in like one person put in like you know uh qa we did have a qa person that put in like you know basically two weeks a month or so and so like in that they in perpetuity if the game makes a thousand dollars they will get like if they put in one percent of the work then you get you know, one percent. If you put in ten percent of the work, if the game makes a thousand dollars, you get a hundred dollars that month. Um, that that'll be a lot, you know, or you know, that'll be that'll be a good amount of money. If the game makes you know a hundred thousand dollars and you put in ten percent of the work, you get a thousand dollars. If if in a future game, if you put in thirty percent of the work, like let's say an artist did thirty, I, I, let's say I'm not doing all the art or something, I'm not like because I did that for New Feed. Right. You put in like thirty percent of the hours, the total hours. Then if the game makes a hundred thousand dollars, you get uh, thirty thousand dollars, right? If it makes a million dollars, you get three hundred thousand. Now. You know, we're not getting anywhere close to that. And, and like, as, as cooperatives become larger, like more, more specific hash out details get involved and, um, you have to really work out, uh, and, you know, legal structures get involved, uh, or, you know, I know, I don't, I said like, you know, there's, there's only lawfare in the, in the Western world and, you know, we just, we have to make do with what we have, but you have to kind of hash these things out just because when, if people, um, who are newer to the cooperative, it's very important. You know, I, I think you coined this phrase, move at the speed of trust, um, what did you um I'm not sure <laughs>
1: yeah yeah well it was uh, I read that from Adrian Marie Brown so it wasn't me but uh yeah I repeated that in a video
0: yeah yeah so so I think that's very important actually because you know it's it's like um you know it's not because we distrust everyone but like we want to make sure that we're we're moving a, in a way that like um we don't um break our internal successes in actual equitable relationships. Um, by, you know, growing too fast. You know, I was just watching this Lula Rich on the on Lularoo multi-level marketing stuff. And it's like, you know, not that they weren't really good to begin with, but they, they grew super, 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 super fast. And some people made a lot, a lot of money and everything exploded, right? But that can also be a problem even for worker cooperatives or any other kind of more equitable w- ways of organizing work. Uh, and so anyway... To uh, gotta oh my goodness. Okay. I got to stop. Uh, so, but that's sort of lineback means equitable ways of organizing work. You know what we try to do and we don't, we don't charge rent. So like we had a, we had a, unim- we had a college professor who was making like 50% of college professors in the United States for food insecure in 2019 before COVID-19 disastrous, horrific, abusive, uh, unacceptable. And we had a, we had somebody who would like, I I'm living in a trailer. I teach full-time at a college and I have to like beg my students who are like r- often richer than me. For like meal tickets so I can get some lasagna to not starve. And I was like, this is and this is like a you know white person working at an accredited, you know, I, I mean, you know, just a white, not a non-BIPOC person with like good, like not like 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 pretty well off actually family, but working at an accredited college, you're a professor at a college and you're you're homeless and you're like food insecure. What is wrong with this country? And so we said, you need housing. So this is also land back. This is what we what it means to have land back it means we do not deny people. No matter their skin color, no matter you know, no matter no matter their you know where they're from, we don't deny people housing, we don't deny people their basic necessities. We don't allow people to be hungry, right? This is what Vietnam—they they have the People's Liberation is out, is out there to make sure every single last person. They go, they'll march through treacherous mountainsides where there's no water, there's no the cliff sides that you you know you could you could die. People did die. Alleviating poverty, we would not allow anyone to be hungry, homeless, without healthcare and their basic needs. Period. However we do it under the current circumstances, we will make it work. And so that's that's why that was my kuleana was to house that person. Right. Uh, now, I don't want to put anyone on blast. It's not what this is about. You know, I don't care about no drama. Uh, but but, you know, there were dis- there were disagreements and there's a little too much white savior mentalities in it. But I mean, that is beyond there's a homeless person. They need housing. I didn't. we don't charge rent. We had we have five. We have a large house here. with with many Graces and many gifts of much aloha uh, went into getting us this place that we have, the social compound. We have like four bedrooms. We have like a separate twenty-two by twenty-five foot studio, like like a separate house uh, over here. That's this empty space. You need a place. You are. You need. You go live there, and you figure out what you can do to alleviate other people's homelessness, and foodlessness, and impoverishment. That you know, and so it's just it's restructuring the way that we. Uh, deal with the land and how people are housed on the land, how the land is utilized to—I don't know—grow again. Like I said, uh, uh, whether that's a kalo farm, or we have we, we grow kalo. This is Hawaiian staple food that what poi lala is made from, right? Now, we're not—we're not, not professional farmers by any stretch. A quarter acre is not enough to grow enough to feed us. So we have to also respect the the, you know, um, you know, there's this idea we're just all going to go into this communal village and we're just going to grow enough food and you know, uh, you know, uh, feed each other, and that—that's that, nothing wrong with that. But to 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 um, um, indigenous people, yes, had great advanced ways of doing ec- ecological food s- security. Hawaiians had the ahupua'a system from the mountain to the sea with water that was terraced and a max- maximizing the usage. Uh, pre-contact of for fish ponds, uh, aloi uh, that that we work at th- we could work three hours a day, feed everybody, and then be surfing and relating and doing all the important educational work. That's part of capitalism. You lock you in with all your time and mental space into. Blowing it into your office and into your work and into your job, so you have no space to get educated and socialize and do the important uh, human interconnected meetings to, you know, build this unified working class, unified country, unified uh, people. And so, anyways, so 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 so, land back means freeing up people from the oppressed, the the, the time and mental space, uh, neural RAM and ROM in cyberpunk terms, uh, 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 consumption that capitalism. Drains you of right. It's really giving you back your time by saying you don't have to worry about your, your your rent, you don't have to worry about your food, you don't have to worry about your basic material needs. But you have to please. What we ask you at the social food cooperatives, please help us to please at least be honest and accept that this is an illegal occupied country. Please, right? You disrespect native wines and the, the the truth of our current situation and imperialism and everyone else. Then then we're gonna have problems. But please use the energy and the time that we give you back through land back right as we see it to try to liberate other people from their oppressive capitalist uh, 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 overwork and 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 just just destructive systems right in whatever way that is whether that's trying to fight feed other people trying to start your own cooperative farm in with with 30 acres right with 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 technologically advanced machines because Hawaiians and Hawaiians have, have hamakua farms is not Hand growing everything. They use tractors. They use modern uh, machinery because that's a way that we can uh, grow food and do it in the most sustainable way possible. Try not to do big ag factory farming and destroy the soil. Um, but 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 you know we, we you know we we, we we need to we need to also respect. We we use technology in the most equitable for people and for nature again uh, ways that we can. So that's also what land back means. So people are like Grimes is over there going like ah uh, you know I don't want to be a communist because you know oh, farming farming is so not a vibe. <laughs> So, not as <laughs> so, you know, anyway, so that's a long explanation for, for so anyway, so, so that's and, 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 and land back for Hawaii you, for Hawaii specifically it means the United States respecting the United Nations High Commissioner on Human Rights just follow international law, number one, okay, that's what they please follow international law and stop illegally occupying Hawaii and and withdraw the U.S. military uh, troops, stop poisoning our water with 180 million gallons of spilling mm. fossil fuel in my parents mm. aquifer, please, please stop uh, bombing Pohakalua, mm-hmm. dropping radioactive depleted uranium into Waianae. Okay. It means risk, just follow, follow, number one, follow international law, allow Hawaiians to, you know, have self determination and uh, govern ourselves as and, and 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 just, just you know, follow, follow rules and stuff, you know, uh, number one. Number two, it means, um, uh, you know, it's, it's unclear exactly how this works. You know, I, I can't tell. Like it's not, it is not a thing, you know, um, again, I don't have all the answers for everybody, you know, but I, what we do know is that we have to work towards um, equitable relationships from person to person, people, to, as I said, in the workplaces and in the government and the current Hawaii's government is not representative. It's, it's Again, it's the government that is killing us and mass imprisoning us, like I said earlier, right? So, so um, you know, Hawaii had elections and we will have, have elections again, but not just elections, the e- economic um, changes that need to happen, right? Um, You know, and again, like Vietnam and China, they had things, there was violence, but it's a lot of times what's missed in in the revolutions that got them to the place where they are now. But it doesn't necessarily have to be that way. And a lot of work that went into it wasn't necessarily violent, but there's these outbursts at one point when the landlords say, no, I don't want to give it up. I'm not going to give up all of my billions and billions of dollars in all this land. Well, I mean, you're going to have to, you know, well, I mean. We don't want to do violence however you know and china is very good about this right like no, nobody nobody china didn't blow up a million americans to get mengu back we said they, they were economic but they were economic like we're not going to trade x and y and z we're not going to do x and y and z when hong kong was gotten back china didn't like blow up hong kong to take it back you know they didn't fight a war they said please britain for your own economic interests because we will cut off x and y and z trade unless you allow uh the allow hong kong to not be a British colony anymore you know and so I think part of what what it looks like for Lamback is um you know but again how exactly we get that is a very complicated question I can't answer in the stream and uh, I can't I, I don't know enough to I, I, you have to be in the place you are in organizing where you are at mm-hmm. to really be able to answer these very complex and historical uh entangled uh, questions but um but but ultimately what we do want is LAMBAC will ultimately help the hundreds of thousands if not mil- really it's millions ultimately I 60 to 90 percent of people in the United States, according to actual like Chinese like poverty alleviation, are in poverty. You know, homeless. Even if you have a house, but if you're 20 people living in a house like everybody in my Valley of Kalihi in Oahu is, that's that's not dignified housing. That's not acceptable housing. The water is not clean. That's not acceptable. Right. So land back means getting everybody appropriately housed. It means it means it means it means uh, no matter who they are, what's the skin color, no matter what the culture, everybody getting their basic material needs met. Um, undoing the destructive, uh, you know, lawsuit, any, any indigenous, mostly, I mean, you know, every indigenous person that I know that, that, that is, that is working in Lambac that is occupying those pipelines right now that are doing the 25% of reduction on carbon emissions, uh, despite being a, you know, less than 10% of the population, right? Like indigenous environmental network at the line three that the Democrats are lying about. We're going to stop doing fossil fuel, but they're not. And, and the, the indigenous people are on the front lines, and th- what they, they don't want is, oh, we want to kick all the white people out and just have giant capitalist indigenous run turtle island. That th- that's not what we want. And I can't say like absolutely zero indigenous people, but that's that, that's not what we're seeing materially at the at the largest scale on the ground. That's not what we want. And every indigenous we're gonna disagree. Well, we should go about land back in this way. And I, I might have a different disagreement. I, I might I might say, well, it, it means more like this. I, I want to do technologically advanced cooperative game companies, and well, I wanna do I want to build solar panels and have an ad- advanced Anishinaabe city that has uh, you know, high-speed rail that we manufacture with the resources that we're equitably trading with Bolivia and China. And that's what we want to do as part of our land back. Or this other place, well, we don't want a lot of industry. We want to have like eco, eco, uh, regenerative uh, eco forests and this kind of thing. And that's a thing that the indigenous people in that place, along with the other people who are participating in land back, can collectively decide in self-determination with respect to their other neighboring parts of the Federation of Indigenous uh, Turtle Island that isn't U.S. and Canada anymore. Um, mm-hmm. And so anyway, that's the longest. Uh, uh, yeah, I think I covered everything. <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah, no, that that was fantastic. Um, I really liked how you explained that. Um, yeah, I mean, obviously, uh, yeah, not to speak for all Indigenous people or anything like that. Um, but uh, the Indigenous colleagues that I've always, you know, worked with, um have described it basically as learning to live, like like settlers learning to live in the indigenous nations that they actually inhabit, because there are, you know, constitutions and laws and everything that are already governing these territories and treaties that are supposed to be governing these territories and they're just not being followed. And so, yeah, it's just really cynical when you see a lot of people, especially uh, some white leftists uh, recently, you know, comparing uh, land back or things like that to like white genocide or or whatever, it's just completely cynical. and completely missing the mark right um and you know as you said um you know as you described all of the the Um, Hawaiian values and the way that Hawaiian society was organized, you know, using advanced technology, but using it through the lens of those values and how much more productive that was for everyone and for the land, right? Like that's the kind of future that we could have if we took land back seriously. Um, And yeah, you mentioned that um, Indigenous-led resistance is just, uh, there's just a report came out that said that Indigenous-led resistance has cut 25% of the uh, Canadian and U.S. emissions annually uh, for the past several years. So, I mean, yeah, I I think, you know, a great thing that you can do locally is get involved with indigenous land defense. You know, if there are um, nations around you that are struggling to protect their land from development and whatnot, get involved in that, right? because this is, you know, it's, it's a key issue that we're fighting for. Um, so anyway, just thank you so much for for all of that. So I think we've kind of covered a lot uh, that I wanted to talk about in the first section. So maybe let's get into uh, Neo Feud now and more into, you know, the game and, and the themes. Um, so we're gonna start with a spoiler free section. So if you haven't actually played the game uh, never fear, we won't give you spoilers in this section. We'll we'll um, have a spoiler full section later on, and we'll announce that. And then if you don't want to, to get spoilers, you can maybe pause at that point, <laughs> go get the game, play the game, and then come back and hear the analysis. Um, but yeah, let's just start with kind of um, high level, uh, no spoiler section. So you mentioned a bit about the fact that it was inspired by your own personal experiences working as a social worker. But I guess, can you go a bit more into you know what inspired you to uh, uh, make this this game, um, and also how it relates to Hawaii and what the main characters like Carl Carbon and Protege are meant to represent?
0: Um, yeah, so for, with Neo Feud, it's a game that's, uh, like I said, it's about my personal experiences. Um, and you, yeah, and 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 universal experiences, but also uh, in a in a in a very personal way. Because I was a, it, it's like it's technically I was I worked in social services. Um, try to be a little more clear. Because I was a, I was a STEM teacher and competency based diploma program worker, basically. So I was trying to help kids who had dropped out of college, uh, try drop out of high school or school. Um, which in the United States, if you to drop out, you basically got to sign away the. Your right to get a free education from the U.S. right once you drop out. So, you're, you, you, which is it's just another very messed up thing that you know they kind of go, oh, you're not having a fun time in school here. Sign this thing and drop out to make the school look like it's great. Oh, look at that! All our, you know, disproportionately BIPOC kids are all out, and now our looks like our grades went up. So the superintendent gets a raise. It's it's just so messed up. Um, and like everything else. Uh, but 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 uh, so 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 I was a competency based diploma program instructor basically te- teaching um it's like it's for kids who had for some reason not succeeded uh or had dropped out uh some of them is 16 to 21 year olds and if they uh wanted to get a degree or sorry diploma high school diploma and also get like it's like basically life skills training so it's not algebra you don't have to get your chemistry too and your ap english and all this stuff it's just like occupational knowledge right how to um, you know, show up to work and and, and just, you know, like Proto-J, like Pro, Carl Carbon and Proto-J's relationship is like me and all of my, my, my students. I, I had STEM kids, science, technology, engineering, math, and I also had these uh, high school students. Um, Proto-J was like, you know, uh, you know, um, he's like an amalgamation of like, I would have a class of 30 Proto-Js, if you can imagine that.
1: Mm-hmm. Um, and
0: they'd be like, Mr. Chris, Mr. Chris, <laughs> you know, they wouldn't be saying Carl Carbon, you know, what, you're Carl Carbon? They'd be saying, Mr. Chris, you know, <laughs> can I swear on this, by the way? <laughs> <laughs> yeah go ahead you know yeah motherfucker like you know what you know what the <laughs> hell are you talking about i gotta learn constitutional law you know i i, I can be I can, I can i can go you know jack outies i can make you know thirty thousand dollars a month at this and that i don't make i'm gonna i can sell this and that i'm i i'm i I'm, I'm a baller you know i'm a baller they, they all listening to too much uh reactionary versions of you know kanye and uh sometimes ice cube but you know they they mm-hmm. they're, they're they're guided by and that's part of the narrative this reactionary co-opting of like whatever kind of revolutionary Know, uh, you know, the Kwame Ture and the Malcolm and what Public Enemy was doing, it's kind of like, you know, well, and then and then and then and then neoliberalism is like, well, how about if we just have a bunch of rappers that teach you that if you just make a lot of money and be a good capitalist but hip hop artist and get everyone else around you to join that, then we'll give you a good, you know, and it's like the prototype character is very much misled. A lot of kids in my classes were deeply misled by these figures, and a lot of them didn't have parents, you know, dad's in prison, mom's uh, of mine on. A terrible drug, not their fault. This is part of the poverty, the greatest violence of poverty that they're doing violence to each other, and it's trying to stop these kids from like hurting themselves and their family, and going like, you know, I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm, I'm, I'm gonna, I'm gonna be, I'm gonna be the best rapper in the world. I'm gonna ball. I'm gonna shoot hoops in the NBA. I'm gonna be making billion millions. I'm like, you're probably statistically gonna wind up in the prison industrial complex. Actually, that's what, that's what. You know, Hawaii is the number one place for kids going into prison for the rest of their life, or or dying. I had I had students sadly that were shot by police or by by rival gangs. Like there were some kids were like wannabe Bloods and Crips, but there were actual you know gang members and trying to get them out of that life. You know, it's like you know it's like freedom writers and all these you know, you know, uh, you know Hillary Swank goes into the inner city and saves uh, the kids yeah. in the in the ghettos and it's like oh it's so moving and it's so good. But it's a lot harder than that. Let me tell you, I spent three years with one seven foot tall Samoan kid trying to teach him how to like carry the two, you know? I mean, not because he was, like, dumb. but like, Mr. Chris, his, his fingers were, like, huge. You know, Dwayne The Rock Johnson? This is, like, the guy that, like, ate Dwayne The Rock Johnson. <laughs> he was the son of a chief from Samoa. Uh, and he was, like, Dwayne The Rock Johnson, by the way, was in that that ghetto that I was from, uh, Kalihi Palama. His uh, uh, father um, like, wrestled in the community center. Um, and Dwayne Johnson, in fact, said he used to steal Snickers and, and, and Twix from the 7-Eleven that I used to walk past because I had no car. You got mm. it's, like, it's basically the it's like the Chinatown, Hawaiian and, and Asian and Pacific Islander uh, ghetto area of Honolulu. But anyway, so so that 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 life down there, and they were being like misled by and so the job of this of uh, you know in feud Carl Carbon and Protege's relationship is my relationship with the kids, right? Of like, hey, let's like let's take off that take that take 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 them colors off. You know, take stop stop trying to aspire to this kind of reactionary and, and unreachable, you're, you're, you know, one out of a million of you is going to ever get out of here and, and ever become the, you know, the, the, the great rich rapper or ball player or, you know, uh you know, MTV's crib star talking about your, you know, Oh, look at that. I got I'm a product. I got my Gucci. I got my Dior. You're not going to be in that show, you know, but that's, that's why i like reservation dog cuz it's very much about that you know and the the character it's like i'm like that's that's like all my kids you know but that's like in a, that's like thousands of miles away in another indigenous community but it's like that's like how it was though you know and they're like being drawn in by like this anglerfish light of california's glitz and bling and 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 icies and hollywood and fame and money and all of this you know look at elon and look at all of these elon's a new the techno nerd cool person at the met gala with his girlfriends melted down AR-15 into a sword. Do you want to be cool and sexy like all these people? There's different versions for everyone in America, right? It's like, come to America, come to California, be rich and famous, and all you all are going to be peasants under neo-feudalism. They don't tell you that. But anyway, so I'm trying to, kids, don't get misled by this. You know, this is destructive. I I, I thought I was going to be a rock star in LA where well, I got a degree in music and, and, I, and, and I'm over here, you know, and it's not going to work out. Like, I mean, for one in a, a million of you, it's going to work out, but you're going to hate yourself because you're going to work for the empire that destroyed you, and your Philippines and your Samoa, you know, and destroyed your language. And you don't, you're not, you're going to, you know, even if you make it to the top, you know, even like Princess Sybil's character is like kind of not happy, actually. It's kind of like I'm estranged from my father and I'm surrounded by these robots that raised me and I'm surrounded by horrible people. You will be surrounded by horrible people in the billionaire class and you'll be surrounded by poverty and suffering in in in, in the bottom of the ghetto below these pictures on the screen right now. That's a picture of Neo Feud. And that's part of the point. Everybody is differently broken, differently parentless, you know, at the top of the Versailles golden, you know, it's a lassoed golden comet that's reconstituted into like an inverted, uh, you know, Anuit Coeptus Pyramid that has like a, you know, literal green lawns on the top. And the very wealthiest billionaires are kind of actually, they kind of hate themselves and they're sad inside. Elon Musk, I think inside, he knows. I'm a mediocre idiot and I'm not that good at anything. I, why did I donate sleep apnea machines to California that were broken? You don't need those to cure COVID. I'm kind of a dumb, I, I, I'm kind of worthless. There's a there's a deep and I work for a billionaire, I work for three different billionaires, by the way. There's a deep sense of invalidness and brokenness to their entire existence because they know that everything that they do in existence, you know, they have they're in better material comfort, but their spiritual and and cultural and their legacy, they know is. Horrible. You know, that's the thing that they're not going to put that on Forbes. though. They're not going to have CNN. Come on, have Elon and Mr. Mr. Bezos come on and go, you know, I kind of hate myself, but they kind of do. <laughs> mm-hmm. and, that's, and that's that's a, that's that's the thing that, you know, you're not you don't you don't hear. But I mean, like traverses that entire structure, because, you know, I, I worked in that area of the, the very bottom. Not the very bottom, I should say Iraq and Afghanistan. That's like, you know, closer to the very bottom. Congo. But, but like in the imperial metropole, which is where Near Fuse takes place, it's like the, the the bottom of the barrel in Hawaii anyway. And, but I, I learned from what I've looked at and researched, like the Brazilian favelas, the Mumbai shadow cities, London, you know, the the, the area where they, they nick the push iron, they nick you nick the push iron in the 10 foot. I have a friend from Hull who also makes Cyberpunk games. And this this, this situation of this very this this impoverished, not 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 dumb, just. Denied access to good education people, you know, in like the not nice side of London, in up up northern England. Right. It's it's in L.A. in the in these certain areas. Right. Orange County, pretty nice. And then and then, and then you go to, you know, San Francisco in this Oakland, you know, Camden, New Jersey. You have, you know, th- th- this this replicates itself everywhere. Neofield is a story of all of these different cities, Johannesburg, where Musk is uh, emerald, dim- emerald, dim- emerald diaper apartheid beneficiary uh, little baby came from. Um you know it's like that though down there you know in in uh, in South Africa as well and so that kind of um inequality and racial inequality g- goes with this as well um and so all of that together in neo is like kind of shown in the way that Protege who is a robot he's a 6 billion dollar baller right and he's all mouthing off Carl Carbon is a cyborg social worker you know it's you know um I know that people don't use robots to as a way to discuss you know oppression of marginalized groups and you know I mean like I've been mean, like I love Cyberpunk, and I hope that that works for people who play the game. And you know, it's like, uh like it just, you know, I, I'm like, I, I feel like it, it, it can still be used, and this can still be done in a way that's very illuminating, and um in a way that it hasn't really been done by a lot of, you know, I love Will Gibson, but he's like a white dude that's a millionaire and he owns like lots of property in Vancouver. So, anyways, um, <laughs> you, 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 you hang you hang out with some poor impoverished black people in New York, and for a few, he literally said. I I I I endured some dystopian New York poverty, and I brought it home in a cup to Vancouver, and I hang out on Kitsilano Beach now, and I go to fancy conferences and tell people about virtual reality and how it's going to be awesome in the future with AI, and then people quote me on Wired and shit like that. So, anyways, <laughs> um, you know, like uh, like you know, it's like you know, I mean, he's honest. He's like, yeah, I am like, I'm a I'm a rich guy who has uh, lots of uh, book deals and shit. Amazon is going to make a million. Do- gave me a million dollars to make NeuroMancer, and they didn't even make it, so that was a free million dollars. So, anyways, and th- there's a different perspective that's like I hope to bring to NeoFeed this perspective of somebody who was like had to like live down there. I made NeoFeed while I was living in a freaking Mazda tribute. This is this is the this is the computer that made Neo by the way, right there. You see that? I nice. still have it. I a that's saw that's a it's a it's a 15 tw- year old Dell, what is this, inspiring the thing? The, the <laughs> F, the B, the X, the, the the one, two, three, four, five keys barely work. I teach my I teach my Kiki the children, stem on that one, because you know, we maximize our. When you pour, you figure out, you know, like, like suffer, sorry to bother you, you duct tape everything, mm-hmm. duct tape your bumper, you duct tape your windshield wiper, you know, you use drawstrings to, to. I, I was like, that was, that was so, I was like, yes, finally being seen, you know, when Alora Danan in Reservation Dogs is driving that broken ass car, I'm like, yes, mm-hmm. exactly. That's the, that's the colonized indigenous experience mm-hmm. when we're not allowed to fully be who we are. We got to fucking, we got to like, take the, take the, take the rear view mirror, duct tape it to the top. And then you look it out of that, you know, you like duct tape your hand when you, you know, you get cut because you don't have healthcare in the United States. You're like, yeah, duct tape is it not just holds the universe together, duct tape is our surrogate poverty alleviator, you know, in, in neo-feudal western world, especially US. Anyway, so so neo is about the survival of the anyways. Uh yeah, so neo is about car carbon and 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 is me. I was never a cop, I was never a cyborg no, I I swear, this, there's no robotic, I, I, I'm not a skin job, okay? I'm not, can I cut this open and you're not gonna find a polymimetic alloy pan under that, I swear. So New York is, uh, is like, but it is about my life. It is about being, uh, trying to do poverty alleviation, you know, trying to do, you know, social services, right? Teaching kids science, technology, engineering, and mathematics who don't really wanna be taught, who are diseducated by the system, who are failed by the United States generally, who don't have educations. 50% of the kids in the areas that I work in Dropped out, um, Nanakuli in in some certain areas of Hawaii is literally like less than fifty percent ever graduate. And if you graduate, like the education is abysmal. Like regularly, fifth graders who couldn't read C-Spot Run was who I was working with, trying to teach them like Lego robotics, STEM, um, in, the, in for the younger kids and for the older kids, it's trying to like, you know, o- occupational knowledge. How to, don't show up for a job like smelling like pot with your eyes all glazed, with a half ripped shirt, with like you know, with 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 you know, like just just how to, like, live your life, you know, how to live your life. That's also what the People's Liberation Army actually does. It's like, hey, how do I, like, use a flush toilet? i never used one before, you know? But for me, it's like how to, like, not show up and swear at the person that's going to hire you. You know, you think, oh, that's obvious. Well, you know, having parents and having – it's a luxury to have parents, number one, you know? That's a very important thing. Like, I, I learned very much, you know, because all these well, the kids didn't have any parents, you know? Uh, the parents is the cop that's beating them up, you know? That's the closest thing to a parent they got is, like, Get out of here, brown kid! You're, you're driving down the property values of Mr. Trump and Mr. Bloomberg, and the Sheraton. You're, you're embarrassing the iPhone store in Ala Moana. You know, get out of here. That's their only parents. You know, and so when that's your when that's and, and they beat you in the head and they say, "Go get a job," you know, because mommy and daddy is in prison. You know, or or just you've been stolen from them because you're Hawaiian, which is part of the social work, social services social work system, which is part of that. And I did witness that as well. But so Carl Carbons. Um, Character is a he's a cyborg robot, protege is the is an amalgamation of a lot of the students, and 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 trying to trying to work through that. And at the same time, you know, uh, like there are decisions that you don't want to make, right? Like, hey, if you don't get X number of kids taken from parents, or if you're a cop, I need you to make X number of plant pot and arrest 25 black kids in Oakland. But you're not gonna get a race, you're not gonna get promoted because that's what we do here. We don't go for we don't care about the drug dealer, right? you know, like the wire, right? We don't care about the kingpins. The U.S. is the biggest freaking drug dealer. We've made our money, narco trafficking, silk and tea into the Chinese bodies, and that's how we made poor and Forbes and all the greatest fortunes of the United States in the East Coast. And we we, we are the narco traffickers. We're not here to solve crime. We're here to get an army of for profit prison slaves because we have to. Slavery was embarrassing. So go round up twenty five kids in Baltimore. Go round up thirty black and brown kids in los angeles or you're not gonna get a raised cop or even social worker uh we're here to eradicate indigenous people because that that is dangerous to our system if we they keep being around also we need pharmaceutical company test subjects for uh anti you know uh adhd drugs and all these other things which is the thing that is sadly is the children in foster care are abused uh, so often asked lawsuit about this so 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 carl has to make decisions that it's your family and your ability to feed and house your family, or are you going to screw over another family, right? And these are terrible decisions that are, that is part of living in a dystopian capitalist hellscape. That's why I say under the current material circumstances, we do the best that we can do. And we can't just wish utopia into existence. We can't wish land back and the end of capitalism and racism and colonialism into, into existence. We have to work where we are. And so neo Feud is also um, neo Feud is not a very happy tale in that sense. It's more about identifying problems of the oppressive structure of, Capitalism, imperialism, uh, 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 the history, the legacy of colonialism, etc. Um, in a universal way, it's not. It's not. It's not set specifically in Hawaii. It's set in Coastlandia, which is a, an amalgamation again of Honolulu, the worst shadow city parts of Mumbai, and the highest tower in Mumbai. You know, at one point, and the and the and the poorest area of Camden, and then the Michael Bloomberg's you know twenty million dollar luxury penthouse, and you have like the area that I'm from of Hawaii, and then you have. Disney Aulani Resort, and you have the mountainside where all the rich billionaires live, and the CEO of eBay, and Larry Ellison who owns an entire one of our islands. And he, but he's he's very green, though, you see? He's much <laughs> he's much reformed. He has, he has a windmill that powers one of his hotels that he has uh, uh, Micronesian and human trafficked Filipinos working in for $3 an hour, and I'll call ICE. That's how much, you know, again, again, you know, it's, it's, it's capital, slavery is just optimal form of capitalism. And, you know, it, ca- slavery is like 90, 100% labor value extraction, and and you know uh, you know uh, if you if you're a, if you're a uh, illegal illegal immigrant it's 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 ninety seven percent because you're gonna work for three dollars an hour or whatever I can get away with threatening you to call ICE you know and then the working the white and the you know citizen working class is ah I gotta pay you ten I gotta pay you twenty I gotta pay you thirty um, and you New know, York it definitely plays with that as well which is you know there are people that are below Cal living under a corrugated polycarbon roof right. His arm is malfunctioning. He's like, I can't even d- use my robot arm to drive this car. I'm almost causing a car crash. A 30-year-old Toyonde, right? It's my car, but I just made up a fictional car company, basically. And, uh, you know, I can't drive my car. I'm basically homeless. I'm like eating. I'm surviving on ramen, uh, soy men noodles because it's cyberpunk and I got a cyberpunk everything. Soy men noodles and stray packets of ketchup I stole from the McDonald's. I mean, uh, appropriated, um, you know, uh, you know, because, uh, you know, I don't want to violate TOS. But anyway, <laughs> so so it's it's but under him, there are more oppressed people that he has to stomp on. Right. Even even as a homeless person, even as somebody is deeply impoverished in order to, to stay up. And that's a big problem. That's that's why this the whiteness is in this. The white Yeah, like, like you're talking about earlier, the whiteness in the left were a uh, 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 white. Um, sadly, not I mean, some low melanin American people will even in the left will will would rather be the poorest and definitely in in a lot of red states and uh but not only uh will, will would rather be would rather live 10 times worse off in terms of their health care their housing their basic material needs than a vietnamese person and have black and brown people and indigenous people just a little under them right and stomp down on them rather than have everybody living 10 times better with their housing and their health care and and their and their their, their nutrition and their mm-hmm. education taken care of right but they I don't think they I don't think they, they 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 fully recognize that that's what's happening when they mm-hmm. don't want to really listen to indigenous and black and brown people it's it's they've been trained and conditioned by capitalism and by imperialism and by the the highest successes at the top of that palace to think that way to maintain the inequality that maintains the 27 golden mansions you know so mm-hmm. uh anyway that's a long answer uh, but I hope I hope I covered it
1: yeah, yeah, no, that, that was great, yeah. Um, yeah, and I, I thought it was just such a great critique of so many things, like, right, so late-stage capitalism, of course, um, you know, social work and the role that social work has played in colonialism um, and racism. I mean, like in Canada, social workers are still taking kids away from uh, Indigenous mothers, right, um, and sterilizing Indigenous mothers um, in hospitals. So yeah, you know, it's it's very much complicit in, in genocide. And yeah, just really cleverly, as you said, you know, having people who aren't really that well off, but still having to make these really difficult decisions under the system, in order to save themselves it's like save yourself or you know throw other people under the bus so i thought it was just really like yeah really well done um you also have some really clever things like everyone calls god jobs <laughs> yeah. and you have you have uh you know different neo-feudal uh dynasties one is called the clinton bushes and one is called the coke jobs so um just you know kind of like a funny and clever. Just showing that, you know, all these big billionaire, um, you know, whether they're left or right or whatever, are all basically, um, you know, arms of the same, you know, neo-feudal oppression. So, yeah, I guess uh, maybe you can talk a bit about uh, just the world you created. um, And also, uh, I noticed that there are a lot of interesting, um, you know, Hebrew symbolism uh, in, in, you know, text and plot devices throughout. So um, maybe talk a bit about uh, why you chose to do that as well.
0: Yeah. Um.
1: Yeah. The the, coke, the yeah.
0: <laughs> like I'm losing. I'm losing my jobs. I'm losing my jobs. Damn. Mine. Oh uh, yeah. Is it, is it, uh. You know. Gates. Gates. Damn. Uh. Yeah. If, if like. If you, yeah. It's uh. You know. It's a very uh. It's a, it's one thing I like about Cyberpunk, where it kind of like you know it just kind of like projects. It's kind of like projecting the current version of Western barbarism a little more into the future, and just kind of like coming very 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 believable. You know, and Cyberpunk. I would argue Cyberpunk only really works as a cautionary tale and as uh, simultaneously like very satirical, very kind of terrifying, but also very funny. You know, like mm-hmm. that's why I like the Gibsonian uh, writing, you know, it's it, it kind of ends on a, it always ends on a punchline, you know, and it's also like simultaneously ripping on the system that it's critiquing. You know, Neuromancer to my mind is a critique of Reagan's astronomics. You know, it's, it's, it's valid. And it's like, this is, this is a, off the if you read it as like a off the rail system, not a, not, not a, not a blueprint for how to run your civilization, which a lot of the, unfortunately, Western world has kind of done. Um, uh, it, it's, it's very funny. And so the Gates Dam and the God, the taking ticking our, ticking our Lord's name in vain, you know, it's like it's, 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 uh, it's, it's you know, suggestive of something. Like, I, I want people to ask that question. Why do they say, you know, uh, Jobs Dammit and Gates damn And they, they, they're using the names of billionaires. You know, they're not, no relation to the real world one, by the way. You know, not, <laughs> it's, J, it's two Bs. And, and it's a different Gates, you know, it's like Bob Gates, you know, it's, it's somebody who's, so it's somebody, who, their name was Watergate. And then they just, they cut off the water. That's, it's not Bill Gates, but you know, <laughs> you know, it's, you know, it's, it's, it's about, it's about, um, the values of, especially the United States, right. Uh, and, and who is actually God, right. It's, it's Elon Musk, you know, it's, 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 it's who they actually, who do they actually worship in a, in a Neil Gaiman for all the eighties, uh, you know, was also a friend of Gibson. Uh, 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 but but it's a American Gods has this story about how the the gods of you know the old gods. I don't know if you read that, but the old gods die out, like Odin and uh, 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 Zeus. They 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 are like losing their reality as people don't believe in them. You know, it's 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 a story about how ideology and belief and culture and these things work together. And and the new gods that are being believed in, right, like the media, the TV, Mr. World, right, as international global finance. There's uh, uh, like the tech god, the god of the credit card, right? And so, who is the you know? And so, it, it, it's similar to that in sense that like these, the you know, um, I don't, I don't know if anybody would actually use, you know, Gates as an actual, uh, as in a replace of God. But I mean, it's the way that the United States, especially, treats um, its billionaires as they're basically worshipped entities. You know, wealth is godliness. is prosperity. It's like prosper- it's, it's like prosperity doctrine turned up to eleven, right? Where we're like. People who are the most prosperous are closest to God. So if you are like a quadrillionaire, you basically are God, right? You you, you won Western liberal capitalist democracy, and, and you are reigning from your kingdom on high, right? As it you know you know there's a lot of things about neo feudal I want people to ask like why, why do I do that why do I call it neo feud people ask Did you call it neo feud because of Michael Hudson's critique of the Western capitalist uh, oligarchic world of uh, it, it, using the term neo feudalism is it because of this 1960s description is it because the United States is a new feudalism where there are literal company towns in uh, in Nevada that the fire department the school and the judges and the the, the so called Congress are all controlled and operated by the Amazon or the Walmart that owns that town—is that what you mean, or is it something else, or is it because feudalism and capitalism are uh, uh, almost indistinguishable, and capitalism is like shadow feudalism with stack hundred-dollar bills instead of blood dynasties? Is that what it is? And it's—you know—I want people to ask that question and interrogate so that they start to interrogate their reality. And but but yeah, but definitely. With, so the Gates and the Clinton Bushes, and Sybil Clinton Bush—you asked about Sybil—is uh, and how that relationship uh, uh, plays out. Um, and I'm sorry. What was the other thing at the end you're talking about? Oh, and the symbolism, right? So, yeah. so, so, so the, so the, so the Clinton Bushes that live in these floating palaces—they have flying. You know, it's like, oh, Carl in the beginning is like, oh my goodness, you know, I wish. I thought we're supposed to have flying cars by now. It's like, nine, it's like twenty thirty something. We're supposed to have flying car? you know. Everybody's always asking, when's my flying car coming, right? And then I was <laughs> like, oh, that's right. Uh, well, too bad I wasn't born with a silver spoon on my butt. If I, if I was born into wealth, right? Fun fact: at Harvard, they tell you, in fact, there's a Harvard. I believe economists who tells all the students, um, uh, the only thing that this decides whether you will be, the number one deciding factor of whether you will be wealthy, successful, prosperous, a large land owner, and at least in, successful in the, in the American way, is whether you were born onto wealthy and connected parents. It's, if that's that's the number one deciding factor, there is basically social mobility is basically dead. In the United States, shh, don't tell anybody, OK? <laughs> we're at Harvard and we know what's happening. And we're going to write all the propaganda <laughs> in D.C. and in Wall Street, but don't shh, don't tell anybody. But they actually tell you that at Harvard. Um, um, at least uh, you know. Again, ask Mr. Wolf Clark to to fact check that one. But that's something that, that that is that is the reality, right? Which is that when you're born into this extreme wealth, it is when you're born into wealth, you have the highest probability of continuing to be in wealth under under an oligarchic, uh, you know, uh, neo feudal, or you know. Um, you know uh even the romans had a oligarchy behind a senate and and an empire that went and exterminated people and killed people and they actually had fire insurance scams where this is not new actually like burning parts of a, of, a, of an area and then collecting on the fire insurance like wildfire wildfire ash destroying california and then you can't get insurance or the jacket of prices to seventeen thousand dollars for a month of electricity in texas which is what happened under the the, the under the private equity firm run uh privatized electrical grid there and that's the thing that happens again and again with these oligarchies and so the, the characters the richest at the top of the pyramid are just like they're like literal kings and queens the king slash ceo and emperor slash you know emperor emperor slash chairman and there are you know they're there uh the coke jobs uh, uh military industrial complex is a seven mile by two mile wide floating mega structure above the earth that it's destroyed with radioactive bombs and it's just like it's a literal. it's just you know it's just turning the it, like cyberpunk turning the knobs up to, to to eleven and um, kind of like you know taking it to a more satirical level, uh, a satir- satirical tenor. And so um, and yeah. So anyway, I think I've talked about that a lot. But Sybil's character um, is very important. Uh, and and I, i'm sorry, i should i should talk about the symbolism because you specifically asked about that so well the, the, the Hebrew symbolism the hebrew the hebrew the hebrew, the hebrew symbolism yeah so on the yeah. character of the in in one of the characters um, i shouldn't spoil it too much because i try not to do that but there's a there's a there's a there's a symbol on the face on the eyes of on the on, on this crowned figure sitting in a palace with that clones uh, of 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 themselves you don't know who this person is at the time uh, with 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 fully automated police and military uh, and and FBI and CIA agents that are all like basically neural in the game they're all neural lock it's like you know it's it's, it's a pretty disastrous version where you know full AI robotics run at the highest levels with imagine a hundred million literal Terminators being run by Bezos and Cook Jobs and Mike Pompeo and they're all kneeling before this great figure with this with this sign on his face uh, and it has like you know um, uh, it's it's you know um, Aleph. Is Alef, Emmet, crap! I can't, I can't remember. I am on similar. Uh, you know, it's um, Alef Mem Tav. Shoot, I'm forgetting. Anyway, it's 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 a reference to the the the, the Golem, right? In 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 the in the miss in in Jewish uh culture. I don't have. I, I I remember researching all this, and I'm like drawing blanks right now. But it's basically Alef Mem Tav, the symbol, right? Um, truth, right? I, I don't want to give it all away, but you know, but just yeah. just it it does, it does show up because it references the Golem and the and the Golem, the Golem project that's referenced in the very beginning.
1: Mm-hmm. Um,
0: the Golem project is this project that some people are, uh, it's, it has a lot of Deus Ex references for all the Cyberpunk uh, RPG players that are old like me and played a lot of 2000s Cyberpunk first person games like Deus Ex. But it, it refers to this kind of like, you know, it's a, it's a conspiracy in the way in, in 90s x file, not like in the modern right-wing nonsense that's happening, but it's kind of like, I mean, it's playing on those kinds of ideas of there's this conspiracy to cr- create a superhuman, super soldier, something, something. Um, the, the giant eugenics corporations building the Ubermensch, it's literally a line that comes up in it. And they're trying to build their perfect body um, as part of the eugenics project that is imperialism, colonialism that that, that, that that it's run on. And and literally with things like the MK Ultra program, trying to make super soldiers in this. And, and so this Golem project is this mysterious project to build um, this super conscious, super post—basically, what what the singularitarians, uh, would in the cyberpunk world would call the post-human, super advanced um, next evolution of the human species, right? And the Golem Project um, um, is, but 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 I, I, you know, I'm looking into like the Jewish, and by the way, Jewish and Hawaiian. Um, There's a lot of overlap. I I was just I was learning a lot of this that the person who assisted the Hawaiian um, Ali'i, right, our country in the time of the U.S. overthrow was actually uh, uh, Mr. Rosenberg. He was actually a Jewish lawyer who drafted a document that actually uh, um, the Hawaiians government sent to the illegal white capitalist and U.S. backed overthrowers. So so there's there's been a historical connection to very uh, historically oppressed people, the Jewish people. Um, and the Hawaiians as well, um, and it was a great. There were a lot of great advisors, and, and there was work between uh, a Hawaiian and uh, the Jewish people that I, I didn't even know about. Anyways, so so, but the Golem and the, the mythology of the Golem, right, is that you know part of it is the um, the the Golem of Prague. That story comes up, right? And the Golem of Prague, right, was this defender of the people, right? It was it was a the Golem is this the, the, sorry, not the Golem, the Golem is the creature, right, that is defending the people in the ghetto of Prague, right, and oppressed people under what, right, under 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 a racist, under a European racist uh, barbaric culture, and these are a minority in a ghetto in Prague, right, like the ghetto in Italy, so I, think, I believe it's a, it has or, Italian origins, I could be mistaken on that, but, and the ghetto of Kalihi, where I'm from, right, and the golem is a, uh, it's a creation, right? And they, they, I don't, it's unclear why exactly they choose that, but the Golem was, was, was a defender of an oppressed people um, uh, under, uh, under, you know, in, in that time. And so, and so symbolically, um, there's another character that becomes very important, right? That tries, that is deeply diseducated, that is self-harming, that is selling drugs into his own community, that is harming his own people, and uh, has great powers, right? Has great powers, but is also just deeply diseducated, right?
1: Mm-hmm. Uh,
0: is an advanced robotic, you know, the the super conscious post human being. But even if you had a super advanced artificial intelligence, the greatest in the world, and this is a very, this is in science fiction all the time, we fear that, right? Oh my god, it's going to come, it's going to take over, it's going to kill us all. Skynet, right? HAL is going to come and throw us all out the airlock and, you know, super advanced. i am reading in Bloomberg having these articles from Google uh, executives going, oh my God, AI is going to kill us all. You know, if you treated other people, right, like just normal human civilization, like indigenous civilization, with, with mutual respect and land and all things with mutual respect and equality, and you didn't know that you and your ancestors spent centuries and centuries and multi-trillions of dollars of plunder and death and destruction, you wouldn't be fearing advancement in the way that Western Bloombergians do, right? You would be like,
1: mm-hmm.
0: we welcome our new uh, children, right? And that's a very important thing in neo is the, the relationships between parent and child, which are broken in the Western world. We're trying to be better parents than... My, my parents were, were very good under the circumstances, but I, I work with so many parents who were couldn't because they were in prison, because of the abuse that they had, and that I work with abused children, right? Let's be real about this. And and that the, the parent-child relationship, the, the great, the super intelligent—not the super but one of the great scientists, right? Who also is simultaneously oppressed, like a lot of scientists now. A lot of a lot of people do science. It's like even to do journal work, the universities are like liquidating even the knowledge work of scientists, right? And that's a, that's that's part of it. The scientist who works on inventing this this super post-human creature um, is also in 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 his own way, and he just he makes this, the, the neo-feudal world. Hurts him and that makes him hurt his own child and all of his children. And he talks about them as the Nephilim, and it, there's a lot of references to a lot of things, but 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 you know, in the way that Carl hurts other people's children and his own children, right? And he can't, you know, raise and and that that relationship and the and the Sybil Clinton Bush, even the billionaire, being harmed by her own father, because and he is also ultimately at the end of the day, Warren. The multi-planetary conglomerate, solar system, you know, rigging quadrillionaire, you know, CIA metaverse, manipulating, just, 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 just imagine the worst. uh, You know, it's like it's like Trump, Biden, you know, uh, Bloomberg, King Louis, and you know, some Caesar all merged into one, and Andrew Jackson all in one person. It's just you know, but even he is harmed, right? That's why I said the billionaires that I work for, they they were deeply harmed people. They are deeply harmed people. Even 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 Mr. Bezos, you know, and. That and, and he harms his daughter, and he's co- probably too broken for repair. But everybody, but, well, but that's why it's I, I find it very important those relationships. And the relationship with the golem is, is um, but the golem is even if we were to give, even if we, the human people, the human sentient beings, uh, were to give birth to a child, advanced post human artificial intelligence or whether sentient machine or whatever it happens to be in the giant mega server or, you know, just humanoid Atlas looking robots or whatever we create. Right. Um, if we, you know, I don't, I don't, I don't, I don't, I don't want to speculate specifically when or how that's going to come about. I don't think we're even very close to that, but um, if we, you know, the, it, it is, it is the non-indigenous is the colonizer mindset of treating everyone, including your children, Definitely wise on their patriarchal culture and, and, and non-men and women, uh, which is a thing that I have learned from your channel, Pink Spots, and of course, my partner, Ali. Uh, I didn't know these things until very recently, like within the last year. Very embarrassed to say that, but it's very important. I, I have to learn toxic nonsense that's all installed in my mind because every patriarchal Hawaiian is also successful colonization, by the way. Um, so children are also treated as commodities. It was legal for men, white men, to murder their own children in the United States for a long, long, long time, and they're still treated. You know, a lot of people, there's all a discourse now on a Twitter, right? It's about like disrespecting children. Nobody respect people. Are, well, in 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 a lot of circles, I know, I know you don't have your Twitter account, but it, it's a thing that's coming up now. It's nobody really respects children? They just, you know, what, what this this is this is terrible, and there's a lot of abuse that goes on 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 and that is true. You know, even if you are an impoverished non-white fam, parent uh, in in a ghetto. Or you are a middle-class parent, you know, just operating under capitalism, being abused by your bosses, being abused by your, uh, by your, by your, by your illegitimate state, by your capitalist, you know, um, you know, the boss that's extorting your labor value and threatening you with violence of houselessness, foodlessness, et cetera, health carelessness. That's violence, right? And then you come home and then you abuse people that you can abuse, right? Your, your partner, your children. Um, you don't have time. And sometimes you, you, it's not with your choice. I don't have time. I got to work. I got to work two jobs. I got to hustle. I got to work full-time plus Hustle! I don't have time to help you with homework. Be a parent. Have quality time with your child. Right? That's, you know. But then sometimes there's also chosen abuse, and 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 uh, and and it's you know. But but all that ultimately creates this. It replicates the capitalist imperialist structure, and people have to be, have to have the 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 mutual aid, and that, you know, the indigeneity, are all, all these things, the, the 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 non-capitalist mentalities beaten out of them. Uh, or 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 just just by denying of love um and by you know conditioning in the system generally. but i argue a lot of it happens very early the way that we disrespect uh, children and train them to be order taking cogs in a capitalist machine or soldiers in the field and so neophyte deals a lot with that anyways so the so the, the goal so but the but the, the golem character is 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 very important because um it goes from like trying to begin to finally become a defender of the peoples of the ghettos of, of the of, and generally of the oppressed people. And it, you don't see the you don't see like the actual benefits of that in Neo one. I'm trying to work on Neo two, but becomes the, the super intelligent machine that is capable that, that, that choose, not, not chooses, but finally starts to realize that we don't have, I don't have to be a destructive force. You know, like I, it's, it's a lot of it's I'm just trying to get my kids to stop self-destructing, right. Doing the drugs, selling the drugs, trying to be, you know, a baller and Kanye. You know, and 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 try to help. You know, which we're seeing a lot more. And this was written in 2010, so it was, I felt a lot less hopeful in that time. There was less of the Black Lives Matter and land Back happening, right? But I, I would argue that a lot of that Black Lives Matter and land Back and this 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 push of uniting of the the, the 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 black and brown and indigenous and oppressed peoples in the ghettos with all of the allies that are there for back and decolonization that is starting to make a lot of ground, and that's that's part of why we have twenty five percent carbon reduction and all this kind of thing. And so it's it's so that character approach is, is symbolic in one on one level of that, of, of even of myself because you know again I thought all, I I thought and I still think all kind of wrong things. I'm half stormtrooper, you know. I speak English. I went to a I went to a private twenty thousand dollar year private school. I have got all kind of wrong things in my head, you know. But I'm trying to be a better defender of. Those most oppressed people, and ultimately everyone, right? Um, and when we defend and we, 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 when we fight and we, we, we take hits with the most oppressed, that is what is required to ultimately get to the what, whatever revolutionary and, and change that we ultimately need. And so, so, and and, and all, on another level, it's a cyberpunk. You know, it's it's a cyberpunk uh, uh, allusion to like, well, and if we miss, and the mistreatment of it is even if we have a super advanced intelligent uh, artificial intelligence sentient being, if it is not given love, if it is not given material conditions, like it's, 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 it's food, it's housing, a safe community to live in. It, 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 uh, you know, it, what they would, um, just wind up diseducated and pro J right. This character, he's like, can't consider people. I, I could tell like, you know, who who's, who's coming from a very privileged background. Cause it criticizing pro J. I didn't like pro in the Neo reviews. I don't like pro J. Why can't he just speak proper grammar, grammatically correct sentences or this character is this and that. And you know, and it's like you know, well, I mean, that's what you know. Maybe I like say reservation dogs is bad because not everybody speaks in proper English in a place that you know. A, why do we have to speak English? Number one, right? B, like we don't have like the school. Like, the schools are one of some literally the worst in the United States in, in in the public schools in Hawaii, right? In these in these impoverished areas, and all in all of the impoverished, mostly the BIPOC by by POC areas, and so so it's kind of like. Yeah. It, it, some of that was inspired by a movie called Chappy by uh, Neil Blomkamp that, that deals with like something similar where it's like uh, a kid being raised by uh, two like uh, uh, rappers. It's like Dion, Dion's word in this film, uh, a, a, a robot sentient uh, consciousness. And it, it, it's misguided and it like starts jo- joining gangs and it, wants to, it starts being taught to do heists and criminal activity. And yeah, I could do a lot of things, but anyway, but that, that, that's like that's a, that's a greater like critique of you know a in a, a discussion of a lot of what is missing from I would argue even uh, the, the the skynets and the Asimov. It's all it's always fear based. It's always what if the Westworld robots figure out that you know that like we've been mistreating them this whole time, and then they want to uprise and stop us, right? And the colonial response is, well, let's just make it so they can't. Let's like let's lock their <laughs> brain, let's diseducate them, or let's just kill them all. Let's just kill them all, right? Right. And then they go, well, if they ever rise up, they're going to kill us all. Right. That's what's that's a lot of what's in the original Westworld. I remember watching the original one. It's like I watched the original one. It's it's, uh, it's 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 pretty gross. And I'm like, Hawaii is a tropical Westworld with an actual indigenous Hawaiian Hawaiian culture there under it, where we're all the servants of a fictional version of our own history and our own songs and dances that are servicing very wealthy, disproportionately white tourists, you know, and mm-hmm. that's the thing that people don't realize. But but what we the real world, West world, replicants of Hawaii want is not to rise up and put all the white people in shackles or get rid of them all. Like that's not, not that is not what we want. That is deep in science fiction of in the Western world. We don't want that. You know what we want is uh, again, I'm back. We want, we want, we want equality. We don't want to flip this thing and be on top with the, holding the shackles, holding the guns, holding the power, holding the billions. We want, we want, we want to just be treated with mutual respect.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Long answer for many things. I'm sorry, again. Uh, yeah, no,
1: no. that's Yeah, that's great. Yeah, so I, I wanted to move into the spoiler full section now. Um, so for um, anyone who doesn't want to have spoilers, you can pause, pause the video, go play Neo Feud, come back, and then uh, hear the analysis of it. Um, but there are a few questions that I wanted to ask that... Um, yeah, we'll probably give a few spoilers. So you mentioned Sybil, who I think is just such an, uh, a very interesting character. And so for people who don't know, Sybil is part of the Clinton Bush dynasty. So Warren Clinton Bush is basically, he, that's his, uh, her father, uh, and he's in power. And so she's kind of the princess of the Clinton Bush dynasty. And she largely realizes that neo feudalism is wrong and she really wants to use her privilege to you know, stand up and fight it. And so uh, just so many questions kind of came into my mind around this character. So first of all, I was wondering if she was actually based on anyone in your own personal experience, like if anyone was actually trying to do something like this, in the case of Hawaii or like in the social work that you were doing, and then more broadly, I was also just wondering, you know, why make a person, why make a, a member of the Clinton Bush family so sympathetic? Um, is this a critique of, you know, when when power is concentrated, that basically we need higher class people to fact and become class traitors or is this a, like a meta critique of that ideology, right? So I was like, I would, I would just love you, for you to talk about um, Sybil in particular and kind of uh, what were you thinking with that character?
0: Yeah. Um, I'm just trying to, I'm, I have the entire, yeah, at one point I had the entire meal Food script memorized and I could like recite it in my sleep and I wake up, I'd be like going like, you know, but I, I'm just, I'm going to look through the script real quick to find some of the Sybil's exact lines. Um, this is the thing: when you make a game and you write the script, you program it in the game, and you gotta like have voice actors, you know, do lines three times over. You end up memorizing like seventy six thousand words. Uh, but now I've I have since lost that. Um, and anyway, so I found it anyway. So Princess Sybil Clinton Bush, it's Clinton, it's Clinton Bush and the B U S C H. So no no relation to any <laughs> real world uh, global neo feudal imperial rulers. No, but um, Princess Sybil is a character. that's very um, very important in a lot of ways uh yeah so she is like the she is the, the daughter of the basically one of the most wealthy powerful people in the entire uh universe uh, or metaverse as it may be in neo feud and the character is very um it is it's it's a character that is uh it's it's unclear some people some people like civil actually a lot of the characters in neo feud are not super likable or super hate you like and hate them at different times for different reasons and I find it very interesting who likes and who hates who at what time for what reason it, it says it says a lot about you know i think it says a lot about people's personal experiences and personal you know views on reality um and princess sybil's character is one is one of those very divisive some people it's like oh my god all the mean girls in the beverly hills wannabe people like it's so triggering for me i can't take this because <laughs> Sybil has Sybil was voice acted by my partner also and also a member equal member of the silver spook Hui and cooperative and partner in producing replicants uh and cyborg versions of ourselves. I'm sorry, human children, because I'm not a cyborg. No. <laughs> Holly is my partner in replicate in, in uh my partner in uh uh you know uh you know our family and we have two children and also is a partner in the cooperative it also was very um important in the voice acting and, and constructing that character uh Holly specifically modeled off of actually it was actually a raw vegan youtuber that was a descendant of very wealthy like wasp uh Connecticut family kind of thing. It's, it's you know what I was talking about? There's this area of the big island where there's uh there's a lot of very um you know very wealthy Californian surveillance capitalist descendants and who are trying to be they're trying to be different, you know yeah. not, I don't want to throw shade at anybody who chooses to eat plant-based or anything like that. That's totally fine and that's that's you know that is part of Things that you know that that are, are going to be helpful, um, but like, my family is a multi-billion-dollar military-industrial complex and banking beneficiary under global settler, under global colonialism and military-industrial complex. But I'm going to kind of leave that. I'm going to exit that. And I'm going to go and, like, get back to the land and take some pictures with Hawaiians. And then that gets boring. And then I leave again. And then that's
1: that's a problem who, that with Who was it? Out. I just want to know. Because I know, like, I don't know these people, but I know of a lot of vegans who have done that and basically, like, just go to Hawaii and eat fruit, by waterfalls and take photos and stuff. Um, I
0: <laughs> probably shouldn't say. I don't want to. Okay. Problem. You can, some tell, some you can anyway. tell me later. You can
1: tell me later. I will
0: tell you later, Holly can, I actually, I actually don't actually know, because actually Holly was the one who modeled the specific, the intonation of like, like, totally, I'm like, just like eating raw, I'm like here (laughs) with my like, new sentient machine robot friends, and we're just like mixed income, mixed species, you know, sunshine apartments, you know, the sharing economy, I'm all about the sharing economy, like, I don't know what Grimesy is talking about, like farming is like, totally a vibe, like, like, come on. I'm like, mm-hmm. I'm like, I'm farming here. You know, that voice is like modeled off of uh, somebody that I don't actually sure know who that specific person is. But I, have wor- I know those people. I've worked with some of those people. And I actually, to be honest, like one of the main uh, people that was inspirational to that was uh, somebody who I worked with, one of the billionaires that I work with, uh, who happens to be uh, or very, 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 very wealthy people who happen to be in Hawaii with the highest concentration of billionaires on the planet by like the amount of land that's owned here. Um, and happened to be somebody who had like a heart attack. So it, uh, you can look it up. The greatest selling video game of all time is uh, somebody who uh, is the proprietor of that. Let's say that. Let's say that. It's bigger than Minecraft. You can go look it up yourself because um, I don't want him to come after me either. But anyways, um, even though I work, but he, no, he's, 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 I shouldn't say he's a good guy. You have too much money, man. You got you to you land back all that money. But he was somebody who had so much money and power in Hawaii, right? Um, one of the first people to have a Tesla, he has like three Teslas, um, you know, at least multi-hundred millionaire. Um, I'm not sure if he reached billionaire status, but he's somebody at the massive amounts of money, right? And I watched, There's environmentalists, right? There's the Sierra Club, like my, you know, my, my dad, my, dad and, my dad's basically like a neo-hippie, can, well, he's a hippie hippie. Uh, and, uh, you know, it was all about, we need more solar, we need more renewable technology, and we need to deal with our ecology. And and I watched like a lot of these actions with people going to protests and people asking the governments, right, please, let's have more solar, less gas. And, you know, it, it, locally in Hawaii, and there's a lot of push for that. You know, Hawaii, we have a lot of sun, we're tropical. Why don't we have more solar? And nothing, 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 nothing for decades and decades and decades. Right. We know, the, you know, we know, we know that the science is there, the environmental science is there. We're, we need to get off of the addiction to to fossil fuel and carbon, etc. And, and then this guy, Multi, you know, extremely wealthy person, um, uh, was like had a heart attack and was like, and he remember telling this story because he actually came to my class and I I I worked under him. I I wasn't like, I wasn't like his secretary, I wasn't like making cyberpunk games right under him, but I was like in the organization. He was around. I actually worked on the info for a bit at a a startup incubator, uh, at the University of Hawaii that he helped found. So that actually was kind of helpful in that way. Um, but, um, he also was on the Hokulea, the one I was talking about that, that sailed around the planet. So he he's been on the hokulea. He's fun fact billionaires. You can tell the billionaires because you know the millionaire wannabes. They show up right. They've got, their, they've got their Gaudi Bird of Paradise gate in Kahala on Diamond Head, right? They've got their, their one house. And they, oh, look, I have, a, I have a big glass house. I've got Hawaiian Moai statues I paid $10,000 for and I don't know anything about culturally appropriate all around my mansion. Look at my beautiful golden mansion I have, you know, in Kahala. And they have a nice suit, you know, the cufflinks all manicured, you know, the haircut. Look, this is a $10,000 Brooks Brothers suit personally tailored by me, by some British neo-feudal uh, uh t- a maker, right? And they, they like to show off their wealth. But the billionaire is wearing a Metallica T-shirt, wearing slippers, playing D and D, hanging out with college kids. You're never gonna find them. You know the the real. This is what this is how you know because they don't need to find them. They show up in the room when you have everybody else in suits with their suit skirts and their parted hair and their LinkedIn profiles like. Yes, I have a <laughs> like the cum laude from Colombia. Yes, everybody, I am a very educated. And look at all of these things that I did. Okay, I, I liberated Libya from all the resources. Look how good I am. I'm, I'm very successful and smart and a very talented and productive. Blah, blah 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 blah. That's the millionaire or wannabe millionaire class. The billionaire walks into the room and says, "Okay, where are all the senators? Okay, you cut my taxes. You uh, uh stop. You're fired. You president. You governor. And they just show up and they do whatever they want. And that's what he would show up. You know." In the room and they will be like, hey everybody, show they also show up half an hour late. That that, that that thing about being late, being fashionably late. It's being billionarily late. They show up late and they just like high-five everyone. And they say, Okay, I'm gonna go smoke some pot and go play Metallica and fucking uh you know, uh, you know, hang out with my frat bro friends playing Call of Duty and um uh, maybe some D&D later. Okay, you guys go figure out what you're gonna do. Um, and they, they don't wear suits. Uh not not no not, not, not always. Sometimes they wear suits, I take that back, but. But anyway, but but it's uh it, they, they, you know anyways and so and so but that character that, that and, and you know he's like and he had a heart attack at one point he had he made so much money he made so much money he actually went to Russia and uh like like he had to stare down the KGB to get the Tetris out of that, uh, out of the country uh, and he had he's very dramatic stories you know he like they sat him down in a room and they said like are you an American spy. Are you here to destroy? And he's like, no, 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 no. I just want to get video games on the Game Boy and have the most successful video game of all time. Please, please please don't hurt me during the Cold War. Oh my God. And then he came back and he's, he's close connection with Nintendo. But, you know, and he's, he's a guy, but, he, you know, he's like, I like video games. I like d and I care about the environment. I also have this giant kind of like semi-autonomous multinational engine of global imperialism and capitalism that keeps making me all this money. And and my daughter, I had a heart attack, and I'm on. I'm, I'm, I'm talking to my daughter. My daughter's like, Dad, you almost died. What have you done other than make a lot of money, and smoke pot, play DD? Where is your money? Where is your money? Is it Mickey? Is it blowing up the sunshine in the Middle East, Dad? Dad, where's your money? Is your money? Is your money benefiting from you know the prison industrial complex in the United States? Where's your money? Is it? Is it? Is it sucking all the coal and copper out of Africa, Dad? Where's? No, she didn't actually say that. It was, a, it, was a, it was something that was like, what are you actually doing? And he's like, you know, I have to do something. I have to do something. I almost died. I could have been dead. And I, ha- I have all this money. What am I doing with all this money? And, um, you know, and then he single-handedly, after all this democracy and all this action, and he just kind of said, you know, I'm going to put huh, millions and millions and millions of dollars into think tanks to lobby the state of Hawaii to get solar panels on roofs. And I'm just going to, like, bulldoze all the fossil fuel industry with all my money. And that's basically what he did. And guess what? 50% of all solar was subsidized by the, the Hawaii government. And now, guess what? There's freaking frick, 50% penetration, 70% penetration on solar like that. Because why? Because I said so. Because why? Because because I'm neo feudal royalty, because I'm a billionaire. And th- now, that's not, of course, but that doesn't solve the big greater problem that that engine that made him all that money locally here, you made some changes, right? You go on the Hokulea and you support the Hawaiians there. And you, you know, there's Kawa- Genshiro Karamoto is a Japanese billionaire. Bought twenty again, one house, one mansion, two mansions. That's that's a clown millionaire. The real billionaire. You buy twenty, you buy two hundred million dollars worth of the most expensive real estate on Earth, which is a lot of that's right in Hawaii, on the edge of Diamond Head, hundred forty million dollars for a quarter acre is one of the most expensive properties ever sold, right next to Waikiki, and this billionaire, Japanese billionaire, and before the lost decade and the U.S. attacks on Japan was part of that, but he bought twenty five like multi million dollar houses and then gave them away to Hawaiians, and he's. Japanese billionaire and he has a picture with him hugging the Hawaiians and like I care so much about these homeless Hawaiians like like me I was a homeless Hawaiian for a lot and that's great that the house those Hawaiians and that's really nice, you know And that's really good. And I don't think that he did that because he wanted necessary apl- No, He did get some applause for it, but Um, I think, you know, but he you know, and it's not bad, right? doesn't solve hasn't solved our problems right we've got every and every year as a social worker as doing social work alleviating poverty even myself doing my best I can I help hundreds if not you know at least maybe several hundred if not a thousand kids or you know over a decade of teaching stem right doing this getting kids to to, 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 to you know let's listen to some Malcolm X and and some and some and some revolutionary hip-hop and 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 let's 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 try to not do these destructive behaviors. I hope that I help some people to be more housed and have their material needs met. But every year I would help, if I helped hundred kids in one year, the next year there'd be a thousand more homeless kids, you know? And so long answer, I know, but that, so that these characters who were just like, and there's a lot of really, let me be clear. It doesn't make them good people. It doesn't make them, um, it doesn't make Princess Sybil like, like it's unclear what exactly Princess Sybil actually feels in her heart. It's unclear what these people actually feel. I'm not. I don't, I'm, I'm not living inside of their brain. I don't know what they think and feel. I know what they've done while they've been around me. I can watch what they've done, right? I know how they talk to me. I know how they talk to all the people around them, right? And it doesn't ultimately matter whether Princess Civil is good or bad. But what you know that that you know um, that Tetris multi-millionaire or uh, you know and the billionaire and uh, Larry Ellison, Bill Gates, they can't do anything actually. They they can do some things. They can't actually do a lot of what needs to be done. They can do they can do some alleviation. What I would argue for those people, like if you have wealth in your mommy and daddy's or grandpa's trust fund somewhere, you know, you got some money, get that money and get it to where it can do the most help is with land back decolonization, um, not just not just you know a little harm reduction, but try to like repatriate the stolen wealth from the most oppressed people to alleviate them into further um into further uh into further land back and decolonization a uh, struggle and um I, I can't tell i can't tell anyone exactly how to do this but this is i know it's a long answer but those 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 actually those those individuals and there and there were some very wealthy ones that came like i i uh holly knows exactly the one that's princess Sybil's voice and demeanor and kind of like oh yeah you know like that that is mod off a specific vegan youtuber yes um raw vegan but uh i don't actually know who that is but 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 it's but uh it's, a, it's an amalgamation of that person a lot of very wealthy people and a lot of you know the the, the uh, abigail disney is another one right like has said my billionaire disney you know uh neil that dynastic parents and their billions of dollars is a problem right and they know this right there's a book on Gary darus like what is it uh um uh, uh, winners take all how the 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 elite charade of running the world you know and it's um so it's a lot of that, and I don't think that Neofield has a solution. Um, it doesn't really show that it, it is a critique of people who put up Bill Gates Musk and go, You see, Western liberal capitalist continued colonial existence is is, is okay, and we can we can we can we can shore it up. I don't think it's okay, you know. Mm-hmm. And if you are somebody who has any amount of well, I think it will require it doesn't require, but it wouldn't it couldn't hurt to have some class traders support fully revolutionary struggles. I don't think that. A billionaire who builds a few schools and takes pictures with them, which is what they had. I, I, I've been, you know, that's one thing that that, that, that is part of the interview. That, that, that's when I ultimately left social work, the social services and the STEM teaching. Because I was there with mayors, senators, and governors who would become future illegal state of Hawaii leaders, um, business people, University of Hawaii administrators, came down to this lawyer. It was a Hawaiian, um, t- was super tokenized Hawaiian a kalo patch with our Hawaiian hale, our thatch roof, and our and which is great, which is great to remember what Hawaiian culture was and as a as a as a living um, place, uh, a, a living a living uh, you know place to learn about how Hawaiians practice their horticultural sustainable practices and Holly, That's fine, but I was brought down there with my STEM class after and, and we we're building Lego robots that robots that help with farming and all very cool, high tech, high touch STEM. You know all, all the buzzwords. I, I wrote a lot of copy for a lot of nonprofits in my time and and you know, and that's great, that's fine, right? But and then the senators and the representatives and very powerful people and millionaires and billionaires and administrators it all came down. And and the nonprofit I was working with said, hey Chris, what I need you to do is I need you to take pictures of you and the kids with this very wealthy white guy holding this little brown kid <coughs> and say, look at look at how I am helping educate with our our party my business, my corporation, my NGO, my university, University of Hawaii. We care about these Hawaiian kids. Chris, I need you to take a picture of them, put them all over Twitter. Okay, I want to be. Let's get viral on Instagram and Facebook. Okay, let's 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 multi-level marketing NGO imperialism do this. Okay, Chris, I need you to take pictures, and hey, you come stand in the picture. So hey, here's a here's a successful <laughs> Hawaiian educated by the by the by the Hawaii state system. Look at how successful he is, right? I'm like fucking living in my Mazda Tribute, working full time, right? And they're like, look at how successful he is. Look how good we're doing. Take pictures with us. Take pictures with us. And all the the, the other billionaires that are helping with their philanthropic work, right? In this little token, you know, that's the Sunshine Apartments partially is. And I was like, so disgusted. I remember like, I remember like seeing red that day. I remember like seeing red. I'm like, is this, is this what I'm, is this what I'm actually doing? I'm just here to do 1% poverty alleviation and helping kids get educated, STEM for, for kids in the ghetto you know who don't have access to NASA roboticists and Mayo Clinic doctors, which is what they have at the private school Punahou, where President War Criminal Obama went, by the way. And I'm here to make it look like this is okay that they have NASA and Mayo Clinic, thirty thousand dollar a year school, and these kids because they have me, they have they have me, they have they have this brown token guy, who is from I'm from the ghetto. You know I went I'm what to happen to go to the fancy school. I'm like the one out of a, a thousand that had my father taught at the private school that I went to, it's the only reason why I got to go there. It's 20,000 it's 20, a year. I don't make enough in a year to afford to send one kid there if I took all of my salary right now, right? My, taught, my father taught there. I was the poorest, brownest kid in a racist place full of people whose parents drive Teslas and Audis. And I'm there with my holes and my slippers and I'm a brown, I look different. It was racist. It was classist for 18 years of my life. It was horrible. It broke me in a lot of ways. I was bullying my entire existence. Like, oh, look Oh, you're from Kali. Oh my God. And they're walking off diagonally. Oh, you're Hawaiian? Oh, oh, you know, all that, you know? And then I had to, and that's, but I, that's why I can speak in this way. A lot of kids from where I'm from don't have the privilege of having the education that I have. They can't even read C-Spot Run and they graduate, or they didn't even graduate. And they talk broken English like this, or the English, they're kind of broken brah. Pigeon English, Creole Hawaiian. They talk like, and that isn't civilized, right? That's savage. That's, that's unacceptable. Speak in proper, grammatically correct English sentences, right? That's that attitude, right? And because I have the privilege, that's why I have to say these things all the time on these streams. It's like it's really my responsibility to speak for all those children who I felt terrible. Am, am I just enabling the system by doing a token little? I call it the playing laser tag on a Death Star. You know, oh, you look, I, look, I alleviated a little token poverty in this little video game while the entire system continues to prefer. Am I just a token? Um, Photo up uh, for some of the worst military-industrial complex criminals on the earth, some of the worst imperialists, some of the worst, and and, and you know, hi, hi, Oreo motherfuckers like Mr. Obama. I know where he goes body surfing, by the way, Sandy Beach. You know, I actually surfed at the I body surfed at the same beach that he went to. Am I who is one of the most successful military-industrial complex and U.S. Empire uh, uh, face savers that has ever existed? Much better than Trump and Biden, I would argue. Biden and Trump failures decelerated the U.S. America America's De- declined america's uh, uh empire by seven years and it's surpassing by the china um obama accelerated it and so am i just destroying my own people not destroying my people am i participating by enabling these people around me to say that because we put 1 million out of 60 million dollars from a stem grad came through i looked into the numbers part of it where did the other 59 million dollars go because I, why am I living in a fucking Mazda Tribute teaching STEM, right? Doing all this poverty lesion? And where did the 59 go? Did that go into somebody's yacht? Whose mansion? Where did that 59 go, right? Am I just a token um... philanthropic work uh, and brown saved person saving other brown kids around me and that other white rich billionaires and, and or just billionaires generally can 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 launder their images and perpetuate this oppression of my people? of the Philippines these kids have come from, I'm from Puerto Rico, of the poor white kids as well, as America perpetuates itself under this image of legitimacy. And and, and, uh, and I remember, I saw it right that day, and I certainly, after, within uh, six months, I think I ultimately, I, I, I left, and I said, I'm not doing that anymore. I mean, it's all valid work that was important to all the, I hope that all those kids, many of them wouldn't end up in prison or get shot in or, or impoverished or in the wrong path. Totally fine, totally legitimate. Again, the People's Liberation Army, totally necessary but but not token actual 850 million poverty alleviation with actual international intranational, and international solidarity but what I was doing I like, what am i doing you know anyways uh, long answer for the civil court but the, even me what i was doing there that's part of civil right mm. which is you know trying to do the best but i i didn't know and i still don't fully know what we all need to do but i know that um, doing a little bit of here's a little vegan eco village with brown kids and white kids holding hands and you know uh doing a little thing and 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 leaving intact all of the mountain doing one percent good and 99 evil and then putting the one percent good on a microscope and saying look at look at how awesome capitalism is that is uh incredibly destructive you know that's why the rest of my life i will spend trying to say only true things to obliterate any harm that i might have done um, not that I personally did the harm, but was used in that way um, to, you know, that's so why I say, what, what is a nonprofit? In the, in the Western capitalist world, a nonprofit is a for profit, tax deductible money laundering scheme to buy off so called governments, right, for oligarchs. That's what, that's what that's what a nonprofit is. That's what a lot of the, that's what Baltimore hospitals are. It some of the most, the, the area around Cleveland Clinic in Cleveland with a nonprofit hospital is the most worst health outcomes, you know, so destructive, right? That's why the, the billionaires, they love these nonprofits and NGOs and all this shit. And uh, anyways, so again, very long answer, but that, that's a lot of all of a lot of what went into Sybil's character, why Sybil mm-hmm. tries her best, right? And she has like, she, you know, just just a little more funny cyberpunk stuff. You know, she's like, you know, um, she she's like, I, I, I'm a recovering, what is it? What did she say? Ah, uh, crap. She's a recovering politician, right? <laughs> um, I'm a, uh, yeah. Hi, uh, you know, um, the technical I'm, I'm using space time crafts as a technical term uh, is a long acronym. I can't remember, but it involves quantum mechanics and string theory. And it makes my brain hurt because <laughs> I'm not a, not because she's like an airhead and dumb. She's I don't know quantum mechanics. You know, um, I'm begrudgingly a media personality. I'm a recovering problem. Pol- I'm a recovering politician and I'm an aspiring revolutionary. But I'm no neurophysicist. Uh, I suck at math. You know, I got kicked out of a couple. I got kicked out of a couple Martian boarding schools, and so I just kind of drop in. You know, in a cyberpunk way, it's like, oh, is that how it is? Yeah. Uh, you know, and like, so Sybil is just somebody who's trying, doesn't know what she's doing. He's surrounded by really mean people. Uh, he's been taught how to play politics and and media, and is like, you know, and. Doesn't fully let on who she is in the beginning to Carl, right? You find that out later that she's not quite as, she's this, she is kind of playing dumber. She's playing up the legally blonde a little more than she lets on later on. And, but, 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 uh, and I don't know, in the end, and it's, there's a scene where, you know, there's a discussion of, well, maybe we'll just do some regime change and we'll see if that works at the very end <laughs> of Near um, and it's, so it's, it's, it's a question, right? Is like, Near Nearfield doesn't really offer ultimately the solutions to all these problems. And part of that is because honestly, I don't have all the solutions to all of our problems either. You know, mm-hmm. I don't think anybody really does. I do think it's about Neophyte One is more about interrogating all of these destructive systems, like I said earlier. Neofit Two, I hope has more solution has more because I I didn't know enough about my own Hawaiian culture. Again, my language was banned and my culture was banned, and I'm from the island that is most successful at that. You know, and so I didn't know everything that I know now. But uh, Princess, Princess, Sybil's Princess character is I I know that definitely what I'm missing. And if we don't get more educated about actual history and actual successes of indigenous and non-colonial and non-imperial peoples, if we don't get educated on who they are, we won't be able to have the roadmap to, uh, I really, what I would argue is it's really a return to advanced indigenous, non, non, again, non-mass non mass violence and non-mass disinformation-based uh, 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 advanced civilization, right, um,
1: mm-hmm. and so
0: civil is kind of like, it's also partially me just being lost in that. And like I know this and this and this, I know what's wrong about this. I know a lot is wrong about this system of neo-feudalism, right? But I don't really know the solution. And here's the thing we can try. And I know if you try regime change, that's probably, that's probably not good. But that's a that's a thing that you can see a lot. The squad is very much on a sibly path, I should say. Yes. Mm-hmm. not really, not really just putting a tax the rich on your dress, you know. <laughs> Oh, I'm here to bring justice and I'm here for revolutionary change. And then, and then, and then what I'm going to fancy balls and voting for the U S military spending and not really, you know, hanging out with Nancy Pelosi too much, you know, don't hang out with Nancy Pelosi too much.
1: <laughs> yeah. Anyway, super long answer again, but you know. Um, yeah, no, thank you. That, that's so interesting. It was so interesting to hear about, um, know the different people that inspired that and and then also your personal experiences um which were yeah just absolutely horrible i can't believe that you had to take those photos that would have been just incredibly enraging and demoralizing um and just yeah i yeah it's like unconscionable um so yeah thank you so much for explaining all of that uh yeah because in the game, they form this Egalite cooperative. So it's yeah. Sybil and with Carl Carbon and Proto-J. And so it's kind of, you know, three people from very different backgrounds kind of working together. And a lot of the stuff that happened, like it wouldn't really have happened without Sybil's privilege. So I was also kind of wondering, you know, if that was kind of a critique, but um, what you said there at the end about, you know, having that be a representative of kind of this um, I guess co- more colonial mentality and like colonial people who do have this privilege and who have amassed this privilege through terrible means trying to change the system and not really fully n- knowing how. I think that that kind of leads into my next question because at the end of Neo Feud, this is, this is a major spoiler, <laughs> just uh, yeah, major spoiler alert. Um, so at the end of Neo Feud, um, you know, they have this kind of quote unquote revolution. But it largely just reforms the system, and it does leave a lot of the remnants of the Neo Feud intact. So I guess what you just said kind of makes that make a bit more sense. But I guess, yeah, maybe maybe talk about the the critique there and, and why you chose to end it that way.
0: Um, yeah, so like Neo Feud, um, yeah, this is a little bit spoilery. So, so. Um, let me see, where is it? I gotta find the exact lines. I have the script on my screen, but I'm like, I lost it. Uh, <laughs> um, is it regime? Okay. Okay. Uh, anyways, yeah. So neo at the very end has a. It doesn't really end on a you know the most satisfying note. Um, <clears throat> like there are changes that are made, and some people have said like basically they just like repro- they're like they're just like reproducing neo-feudalism, but just like slightly better yeah. people in charge. You know, I don't know. Kind of like what what did the United States do when it voted for Biden? right like what did did you, did you did you did you reform the system with slight, you know? It looks a lot better, doesn't it? It looks a lot better. Than having somebody who is like grabbing stuff and just really gross and saying racist things like really mask off right and partly it is a kind of critique of like the lack of change that happened part of it is Neo Feuds, it isn't a masses based movement it's three people and that's part of it you know and I don't, part of it is a, it's a it's a part of it is a it's it's a it's a technical difficulty in storytelling and point and click adventure games. And also, a technical difficulty. I I don't have assets to make like Neo Two. I'm trying to have mass like there's full on like, you know, the the Galactic Workers of the Worlds. It's like it's inter, it's like interstellar story. Galactic Workers of the Worlds. There's like city wide intergalactic strikes, general strikes, and like riots. And but then I, and I realized that takes a lot of just physically to manifest that on screen. I'm like I have to make twenty characters that are like simultaneously writing, and it's like it's 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 taxing my 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 work spoons. Let's say my, my ability to put this out in a, in time with under current. My my I I am also like you know uh, um, I can't actually sit down for more than two hours at a time uh, because of uh, <laughs> back issues and all this kind of thing. It's like I, I don't have time and energy mm-hmm. to do all of this, so I had to kind of pare that down. But Neo Feud One partially it, it suffers from mm-hmm. a lack of capacity of myself to you know part of it is a lack of under knowledge that I don't have now that I have now four years later that um. That it's uh, you know, it's three people, but also technically, it's hard to do an adventure game with. I would argue this is a part of narratives in, in a western sense and narratives, gen- maybe narratives generally. It's like, uh, I, I, I remember this F- F- a Canadian Afghanistan uh, veteran, in fact, that said it's basically impossible to make an, an anti war movie because war is just too glorious, you know, it's, mm-hmm. too, it's too photogenic, you know, it's hard to make cinematic, visual, interactive, or non interactive, I would argue, storytelling. Or maybe even books that really is entertaining, keeps people's attention, are like, you know, make you laugh, cry, think, laugh, and all the things that we want stories to do without lying really about the horror and the reality and the the banality actually of war. Because it's hard to make games, movies, books, and stories that are banal and Mm -hmm. boring. Mm -hmm. But a lot of poverty is actually kind of boring and ugly, you know, a lot of war is boring and ugly the same time sometimes. Slow, drag. Everybody's like, Hi, I'm, I'm in 2020, I'm in 2021, and we're living in a cyberpunk dystopia where mega corporations run the world, and we have like advanced technology that nobody has access to, but it's like really boring. Where's all the cool, you know, neon green mohawks and the sleeveless jean jackets and all like the, you know, where's my cyber arm and my flying car? It's like a mundane, boring dystopia. Yeah, it's not very entertaining, right? And that's part of a deep problem within, I would argue, just all stories generally, and it's hard to tell stories that are not um, lying about the way that actual human civilization and the way that war, violence, the violence of poverty in Cyberpunk in, in Imperial Metropoles. It's hard to tell the stories in a way that is um, <clears throat> really honest. I would t- really be honest. Like Boots Riley does a good job in Sorry to Bother You, where it's <clears throat> it's really <clears throat> a, real, a movie where a show where, a movie where. The masses are centered, not in the individual. It's the problem with heroes, superheroes generally, which is like one strong individual saves everyone, as opposed to everyone working together collectively for the, you know and a mass-based movement like MAS, like China, like Vietnam. These are these are not like one, oh, we put a Ho Chi Minh on the pedestal. Where there's a Mao without all of the people working together, and it's hard to how do you visualize that, right? It's hard to tell that story. It can be very hard to tell that story, and a lot of it's not really the war part. It's the it's the it's the it's the it's the poverty alleviation, which is why the most successful <laughs> movie in China is, in fact, it was a highest-grossing movie is about poverty alleviation, my country, my people, my homeland. Which is, I got to figure out how they tell these stories that are not centering violence and war and oppression and 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 or you know or 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 in cyberpunk survival and violence and centering that and telling a story that's that's different. There's some kind of there's something to that. I I, be, I really believe that that's part of there's a big problem is this putting on a pedestal good guys with a gun or good guys with superpower or usually one guy usually a white guy like in avengers you know one white billionaire fan philanthropist arms do the playboy or one captain america and that's that's a problem that i struggle with in neo and that's part of the egalite cooperatives i believe missing thing is like carl proto you know they're like you know you know you know like they're they're not it's like how do I tell this story without to make it like really dramatic? Like, oh, and this is somebody with superpowers, like because protagonist character is kind of like it's like a Spider-Man y, superhero-y kind of character in some ways. And and this character has a, you know, it's you know, and there's a tendency, it's 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 hard to tell a story that's really about them, that's about what really needs to be done, which is a mass, the masses coming together collectively to to fight for themselves and liberate themselves. Um and um and anyways, um so that, that's that's part of the struggle. At the same time, I do think there's there's you know, the, the characters themselves, um represent you know the the most impressed people like protojay's character carl carbon just an average working class every person and Sybil as a, 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 a very wealthy and there there is something to at least in that metaphorically like we need we need people to be class traders to be first world traders or imperial traders uh we need and to work together with oppressed people that's there is something to that um they don't get to this finally the solution um um, and, uh, so can, can you just read it one more time? Like that, that, what you really want me to touch on with, i think I to miss part of your that question.
1: Yeah. That, that was just basically it about, you know, um, why you, you chose to end it in that way and, and kind of make the critique. And I think it makes a lot of sense as you were saying that, um, it is largely a critique of this kind of idea that like a few people you know or kind of like these great leaders or whatever can really make the revolutionary change we need like it, it does need to be a mass movement right yeah just, just
0: I'll, i mean I'll,
1: I'll try to directly address that one um but that, yeah. that, that, that that all
0: that all does relate to it part of it's technical difficulty part of, it, part of it it is a critique it's like that's not enough and part of it is like i, I need to have an entertaining story so people like the game and yeah. give it a good review so i can make enough money to make new a few too um and, mm-hmm. and but but it, it's it's really a it is it is a critique at the end i i didn't want to end it on like everything's good now because the yeah. good queen's in charge like, that 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 would be too that'd be too it's, it's not satisfying but that would be way too hollow and kind of messed up and give everybody the wrong message which is like all we got to do is vote for princess civil and then it's all fixed you know <laughs> that's definitely not the message but it, it's and at the very end it's kind of like you know you sense that you know they they have made some changes there's some harm reduction like there's um what is the rule the they egalite rule which is that all billionaires and all the, the wealthy, you know, if you don't have to spend a year living in uh, mm-hmm. at the level of the most impoverished in the society for every year that they spend out of it. And um, it's not the best rule, but I mean, like there is something to like people being disconnected by class that uh, and just living in completely separate worlds. Um, you know, like if every German had to live at the poorest Namibian who or the poorest Bolivian for a year, you know, and experience what they're actually experiencing. Um, you know, before they go back and then work for thirty-five dollars an hour, extorting all of their lithium with the back of the United States. That might—I that might, mean, that's not really something that's super feasible in the current circumstances. But there's something to a necessity of people to at least, at the minimum, listen. You know, to the most oppressed, and not just go, "Oh, you just want ethno-state. Oh, you just black nationalists. Do what we want <laughs> to do. Oh, you global south. Let 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 the global north, let Europe and Canada, because we're the America's bad. Okay, but Europe, Canada, Australia." New Zealand, we're good. Yeah, let us lead the environmental revolution. Okay, we don't want to listen to you because we know what we're doing. We have some solar panels, even though we're all in debt with NATO. You know, so um, you know, so that so there's something there's, that is I think that's something to that that's but that's still with an individual in charge, and you know, uh, yeah, at the very end, it is she has command of the Garden of Forking Paths, which is the ability to quantum teleport. Oh, our rival dynasty, the Gates Waltons. Are threatening me with you know uh, anti-matter missiles and neutron torpedoes? Well, I'll teleport their entire air force. I'll teleport the entire U.S. military industrial complex into the Kuiper belt with my <laughs> reality manipulation power. So that's like you know, it's kind of like okay, a good the philosopher king is in charge, right? The, the, the Greek philosopher king, the Greek philosopher king is in charge. Uh, you know, it, I, I I leave it kind of airy. Well. You know, it's kind of hard because people still, they don't like me because of these things I've done. They say I have too much power, but I'm good though. You know, I might have to just do a little regime change, you know, like, you know, maybe I got to, I got to, I mean, I don't like Hillary Clinton because I'm, I'm all about the sharing economy and equality and equity. You know what I'm saying? But I might have to Hillary a few little Libyas and, a little, you know, just up, you know, until they can govern themselves as in the white man's burden describes until Hawaii and Puerto Rican, all these people can govern themselves because we're civilized. I'm gonna have to civilize them a little bit, you know. But I'm the good, I'm the good, civilized, very revolutionary, very, you know, detraumatized, educated, good philosopher queen. And uh, what I forget what her name, for her final title is, but it's like, you know, the queen. Uh I wanted to call her like the queen, the breaker of chains, mother of sentient machines, you know, uh, the liberator, civil, civil, the benevolent, civil, the 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 egalite. Queen, I can't remember what her name is, but she has like this. I, if we're near one version of near 2 is where she has this incredibly illustrious litany of titles, and she lives forever and ever, <laughs> ever in a beloved galactic, very pleasant, very pleasant dictatorship of very nice white people. You know, uh, but anyways, it's it's a uh, it's a uh, it's a. It does end on a very uh, creepy note. Um, and, uh, I kind of, it's part of it is like opening up, or well, Neo few too. It's one of the, one of the verses mm-hmm. of Neo few too is, mm-hmm. and then, and then she just goes full, not good. You know, she goes full <laughs> Daenerys, you know, <laughs> I'm so sad that game of Thrones ended with two bad final seasons. Cause I, 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 I was watching a lot of game of Thrones and then playing Neo few and then watching Blade Runner at night. Me and Holly was watching a lot of game of Thrones and that was a, it was an inspiration. I, I the last two seasons kind of gave it a bad black eye, you know, sad because there's a lot in it, you know, about how, you know, and George R. R. Martin said, you know, this is actually like the War of the Roses. This is how Europeans treated each other, but it was actually worse. You think how bad it is in Game of Thrones that everybody's starving and dying nasty, brutal, short, not, nasty, brutal, short lives and starving and fighting in horrible wars of vanity of the oligarchs and the aristocrats that rule them. You think that's bad? And stabbing each other in the back, constantly just ter- torture and rampant violence and suffering everywhere. You think that's bad? The actual European history is worse than that. And I, I you know, I like the honesty of that because it's like, yeah, I mean, and like, that's a lot. Like, capitalism is not much different than that. And um, and that's part of the overlaying is the intrigue that happens is kind of overlaying that and and, and projecting that feudal executive kings. Like, I almost I think the original version of Neofeud was the the Thai Westers and the the, the Lannis Starks. I was literally like using *Game of Thrones* like uh, terminology and um, and a lot of the political intrigue was kind of like playing on the way that it's 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 all a bunch of. Um, I don't know, oligarchs and aristocrats uh causing suffering and death ab- for everybody around them, fighting kind of like needless wars for their own self-aggrandizement. And that's kind of still how what's happening. And uh, and so th- the Sybil character ultimately um I had this the first version of Feud you know, I, I don't want to say what new two is about, but one of them was just like, and then Sybil just goes like, Well, um, I give up. Uh or <laughs> can can you continue? There's a there's a there's a there's a point in the game where she says, Oh, remember that time when I went back and one time, I went back in time, and I like I started, I started, I tried to start like a a, a better Argentinian revolution, and I accidentally started World War Three, and I had to go back in time again and fix it. Oh, I, I mean, that totally didn't happen. There's there's actually a short story called uh, uh, "Quantum Superposition" in which uh, it's in the neo future story collection. That's about the time that civil went back in time, and tried to make a global revolution and nuke the entire Earth. Uh, it's actually it's it's in the neo future story collection. So part of that is, uh, yeah, it's uh, it's like a that that that's probably. I'll, a, that's not it's not really I don't think it's really gonna ha- happen that we're gonna have one super intelligent person one person of whatever political bent running everything um um, um with with access you know it's it's kind of it's kind it's kind of a uh, leaves it open for the for the future uh potential bad guys or you know who knows what what happens I'm not gonna give away near 2s few plot but but that's definitely a thing that I wanted to um say like um it, uh anyway I'm saying so many words now. It is not satisfactory. It is a critique of the the lack uh the, 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 the lack of actual revolutionary change that happens that's called revolutionary in Neo Feud. It's good, not sufficient. So yeah.